look at that. We have numbers. All right, guys. It's Cleveland Moto Podcast number 433. Light them up, boys. Oh, man. And that's right. It's beer day. It's beer day, beer day. Ten cent beer day here at the Cleveland Indian Stadium. One of the worst ideas in Major League Ball. Uh, I've seen video. So back to you in the tower, Bob. So, uh, so to my left, we have... Dan Crockett. What you drinking there, Dan? Union Pills, Noble Beast Brewing. Same thing I'm drinking right now, a bohemian lager. And it is. Ah, it's delicious. You're the right temperature, too. Perfect. And then to his immediate left. Uh, Steve Sleepy. Steve Sleepy's Inch. And just in from a hot flight from Reno, Nevada. True. Yeah. Did you have a layover anywhere? Yeah, Denver. Of course, because yeah. there is no direct flight no, from Reno. No. And do you know how troublesome it is for me to go to Denver and not be able to... Be in Denver. <laughs> Welcome to Denver. <laughs> Welcome to Denver. Yeah. Big blue horse. I stuck no, my nose no outside. For you. I was no, like, no, no, no. Lucifer. Lucifer, yeah. but no weed for Steve. No. <laughs> and to his immediate left. Johnny Mac. Johnny Mac, what are you drinking tonight, buddy? Uh, Honey Brown. Of course. The world's easiest drinking beer. It is beer. the world's easiest drinking beer. That is a six, dessert topping. $6.99 a six pack. It really is. Yeah. Have, it, you, uh, have you been to um, uh, Trader Joe's? They have a four not in a long time. A no. four ninety nine seven percent IPA six pack. Really? Yeah. Way you had me at until you said IPA. Well, IPA no, they also have. It. Well, yeah. they have an IPA, but they also have uh, a lager and something else. They're all four ninety nine for six packs. Yeah. Okay. Just and like, just behind you know. the bar tonight on beer night is Tom Pennington. And Tom Pennington. Uh, what you drinking there, Tom? Uh, New Grist gluten free Pilsner style beer. We're all drinking Pilsners. We're all drinking Pilsners. Except for John, who's drinking a honey bun. You're talking into the end of the mic, and that's I, not where it goes. That's not where. Oh yeah, you got where it. am I supposed to put there it? You oh, there you go. go. Nice. Tilt that. <laughs> Tell mic. me where to put it, Sleepy. Talking to the yellow you tape. Put it in your the, mouth. Talking Tom. to the gray tape. Put it in your mouth. <laughs> Talk into the gray tape. So, uh, I gotta say, today at the shop, yes sir. Podcast listener Lawrence Archer. I like the name. Powerboat enthusiast. I've seen his wife, motorboat enthusiast. <laughs> All right. Womp, womp, womp. Showed up in his monster truck, his monster van. And, and in the spirit of the podcast, one brought gifts. So we have Vlad the Impaler's amazing, amazing porter. Mm. Uh, stout beer, 13.9 percentages. Imperial. Fucking Imperial Impaler. <laughs> Whoa, that's good stuff. Um, I may have been overserved before the podcast. So delicious. And he brought us some baseball hats from Team Chaos, which is his offshore powerboat racing team. Oh, sick. And his wife is Go Viper. She's got her own fucking boat. And they're in there going super fast on the water. Yeah. And it was funny because when we outed one of our podcast um, Patreons for dropping, we're like, oh, you know, somebody dropped off the $5 level or whatever. He's like, fuck that. I'm making it up. And he, he upped his Patreon. Oh, sick. And he's a guy that said, I only had Harleys. I was only Harley, 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 well, Harley. And then I started listening to your podcast. And he came in today and bought a SYM Fiddle 2, or Fiddle 4, technically, a Fiddle 4 200cc fuel-injected combined braking system, kick-ass 70-plus-mile-an-hour scooter. Yeah, Everybody needs a scooter. I mean, you got to have oh, a yeah, good yeah. scooter. Yeah. And so and when I'm, I'm a particular fan of the Fiddle 4. Dumb name, great bike. Yeah. Um, Bad name, amazing bike. And so that was cool. So he came in, and he was fantastic. He was awesome. And he's a listener who decided to become a buyer 
which we didn't design this so people would come in and buy bikes. No. That's just been a happy accident. Yeah. But we got to meet these cool people now well, that they, came into our shop. If you wanted to buy a motorcycle, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you want, and you're already listening to the podcast, would you go to somewhere where you don't really feel like you know anybody? Or do you feel like you're going to you walk in and people. get a fair deal right. when you say, hey, I listen to you guys and you're a cool guy? Oh, and he negotiated. Yeah. And you guys know I don't negotiate. Right. Unless well, you're a Patreon. <laughs> and if you're a Patreon, anybody who's ever been around me, if you're a Patreon, I will negotiate like a motherfucker. So you mentioned he, he brought- saved $785 today because he's a Patreon. Nice. But yeah. you mentioned he brought hats, right? So he it, did. it took me last week, I went to Fuel. Yeah. And it took me going to a Harley chopper show <laughs> to be able to find a take fa- or ride fast and take chances hat. So I now have a ride fast. I was going to wear it today, but I didn't go home. So I didn't. We always joke that imitation is the most sincerest form of copyright infringement. Right. And we believe in that. Right. Nothing wrong with that. No. Everybody can ride fast and take chances. The girl chances. that made it was very sweet. She's a very sweet Absolutely lady, certain. So. so me and the guys from Lowbrow were having a discussion one night, a heated discussion about who came up with the term ride fast and take chances. And I feel like I've been saying it for a really long time, and... He thought he was saying it for a really long time, too. And uh, I said, well, you know, we can share. It's fine. Nobody cares. And Will Stoner looked at us, who's 70-some years old and has been racing motorcycles since Christ was a private. Yep. And Will Stoner looked at me, and he's like, you guys are fucking idiots. I came up with that shit in the 70s. Yeah, it's true. And when Will says it, you're like, yep. (laughs) Because Will... Will's entire body is a uh, archaeological dig of motorcycle crashes. Mm-hmm. So if you ever want to know what riding fast and taking chances looks like when you're in your mid-70s, look at Will Stoner. I'm halfway there at 50. Yeah. I know, right? Was. Well, he, so uh, Lawrence, we, he came into the shop today, and he's like, yeah, he goes, I was having so much fun at Mid-Ohio, having a good time rocking around on a Zuma scooter, and I don't know what happened. I think I accidentally, instinctively touched the front brake, and now I have three bruised ribs. <laughs> Welcome to gravity. Yeah. So on my trip, um, I this is kind of interesting. I thought you'd find this interesting, and I'm going to find out more information. And I told them I'd link you guys up. So I'm walking around. Yeah. And it's a car show, so there's all cars everywhere. And yeah. You know how many fucking Camaros can you look at? It's fun. I mean, they're beautiful. Don't get yeah. me wrong. I love my job. It's fun to see. But I was itching for something. I was itching for something that fits in our little, wheelhouse, little right? Scratch the weird. Yep. Yeah. And so you know, there was a couple like a weird Jeep truck that was really neat that you don't see many of. But then I saw an Isetta. Yeah. And I walked over, and the Isetta had fifty-one thousand miles on it. Yeah. And then there's a couple sitting behind it. And, and they had a hundred thousand miles on that. Well, they have they have twenty-seven Isettas <gasps> because ten years ago, or no, twenty-five years ago, he went around San Francisco, California, and other things, and buying everyone he could find. Yeah. For whatever. A fucking then, true pervert. But so I was like, interesting. Yeah. So then I, we started talking more, and he's like, so are you into car? But I was like, ah, I'm kind of more into vintage Japanese motorcycles. And his wife goes, I knew I hit a vein because his wife goes, bam, and nails him. Oh, really? And I'm like, uh-oh. And she goes, we own a motorcycle shop near California for the last 48 years. We've never sold a Harley. We don't do cruisers. We specialize weird tiny bikes. <gasps> My husband has over 250 Japanese collector bikes in his collection. Because I brought you up, he don't said, he, he say. I, well, here's, he kind of dogged me. He goes, he goes, do you have any bikes? I'm like, I go, I have about uh, 13 uh, yeah. you know, bikes. And right. he goes, oh, so you're just beginning. 
And, I, <laughs> and so he had 250 bikes. He said every single one of them is rideable and drivable. He keeps them all. Him and his wife ride at least 10 a Get week. Get the fuck out of here. They, they, the, 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 the Isetta that I saw was restored 25 years ago, and they drive it almost every weekend. She uses it for parts deliveries and stuff when she can in the area. Oh, my God. Yeah. So like I was like, holy shit. And they were like, I think he's around 70, and she was probably about the same. Right. So they're like, there's like a 20 year uh, prior fill kind of water situation going on. But so I have, I took pictures of their store name. And when I get home and look at that, well, I would up. love to look it up. Yeah. That's super cool. Well, not only that, but he said he's going to start thinking about moving some of the bikes. Was it Daniel Schmidt and Company? Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. They do a lot of, they're, they're big on the BMW IZs. Yeah. No, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll definitely let you know in next one. Yeah. But it was so cool. And like, like the best part though yeah. is like everybody else was tried to be like cool with their fashion and stuff. These guys were like he was wearing a Vespa shirt. She had like a, a like an old school BMW shirt. Like they just weren't part of the scene. Oh, that's and, cool. And they were pleasant, which right there. <laughs> and they were pleasant, <laughs> unlike everybody else there. Yeah, they were super jerks. cool. Yeah, so I thought you might enjoy that. That's badass. Yeah, I mean, so good for them, right? Yeah, yeah. But they'd exist. And Showing he, up with a positive mental attitude. And his wife yeah. sniffed me out. She could tell, like she was like, because she started talking to me first. Yeah. And she said something like, you know, or, well, I don't forget what she said. I don't know, but. It, Weird, weird finds weird. I think. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah, that's fucking great. Yeah. yeah, that. I mean, that's super cool. The uh, when we when we talk about weird motorcycle, weird small stuff, the Izetta is truly a hybrid between a motorcycle and a car. Right. There, there are very few vehicles where we can ever say, "Oh, well, that's a hybrid between a motorcycle and a car." The Messerschmitt Kabine and Roller is absolutely a hybrid between a motorcycle and a car and an aircraft and an airplane. Yeah, right. <laughs> Leftover airplane parts. And uh, the Izetta is absolutely uh, a motorcycle car hybrid. And, Dude, you know, talk about if a, they crashed into a Kelvinator, yes, yes, right. <laughs> front loading washing yes. machine. <laughs> but talk about having foresight. Like he went yeah. around and just sucking them up. He said he yeah. still has eight that he hasn't done yet. Like, right. There's eight just yeah. that he slowly, you know, he does it one or two every couple of years. Because all the people that thought they were curious when they didn't have money now have a pile of money. Yeah, and they don't have one; they have seven. Right, right. So he he just became the guy who is officially the well, that's, guy. That's yeah, when I was a kid. That's how you get into Volkswagen yeah. Beetles. Is, is. you it's buy you bought one yeah. for a hundred bucks, and then your neighbor went, "Well, I got one." And then the guy down the street went, "Can you just come get this thing out of my yard?" Please get it out of my yard. And suddenly yeah. you've got twenty seven Volkswagen Beetles, and now they're actually worth money. Yeah. And there's so many of my friends over the years that have had. Those multi, yeah. you know, 25 Beetle collections a, or whatever. A guy yeah. I knew back in Baltimore, he yeah. said he used to follow the dead, not because he gave a shit about the music. Because he liked but Beatles. Because every yeah. Volkswagen van at yeah. a dead concert was broken down and every kid needed a bus ticket home. So he'd buy vans for 200 bucks. What? He didn't like the music. Oh. Oh. Salty. Ah. Ah. Oh. <laughs> I don't like the music. Well, I said he didn't give a shit he about like the music. music. I don't. You know, everybody, everybody's, you know, all into the dead. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. The 60s were cool and people did a lot. They were not a 60s band. They were a 70s. They were a 70s band. Oh, Thank I'm you. sorry. I had, a 70, I had a 71 Volkswagen, Westphalia, yep. camper van, sports wagon. So it didn't have a pop top. It was a hard yeah, top. Yeah. And I had done a pretty decent restoration on it. And I, find the, I found the best sticker ever that was a clear window, a clear sticker designed specifically for the back window. It said, who are the dead and why are they following me? My, 80, uh, my yeah. 85 van again, I had the same sticker. Same sticker. <laughs> it makes perfect sense. And every t- and I'd never gone to a dead show. I mean, like, that was the thing. I wasn't into that. And it was so funny that that 
van just was a magnet. Oh yeah, it was a fucking magnet. Well, I, I used to I used to get trucking stuck in my head every time yep. I got drunk on Decatur Street. So it would get stuck in my head because that's where Jerry Garcia got ran down by the NOPD and finally got arrested. So he wrote the song. Yeah, it's it's very. I know Dad a little bit, right? Down and then you know for what twenty five minutes you're gonna sing the same song with bongos in the background. Yes, exactly. I'm good. I'm out. No, you just don't do the right drugs. Fuck not. Right. You know what? You know what? I'll give. If you don't like the music, try different. Drugs. Yeah. Drugs. <laughs> I'll give him that. He's, he's, makes he's not sense. wrong. <laughs> it makes perfect sense, doesn't it? Uh, so that was pretty cool. And then today I had a uh, interesting visit, an unscheduled visit from the two directors. Well, I think the director and maybe the parts guy from Benelli. Ah. And they weren't trying to sell me shotguns. Were they uh, handing you an award? <laughs> a major award? A major, a major award. award. A major fucking award. Um, but it was cool. It was an Asian fella, and it was an American fella. And they were traveling together, and uh, they, uh, they wanted, they had some questions. A lot of TNTs at Mid-Ohio. Oh, a hell of a lot of TNTs oh, yeah. at Mid-Ohio. And hell it was lot. fucking weird. I couldn't sell that pipe. I saw seven guys. I was like, hey, man, you want to fucking, yeah, yeah. Nobody came and got it. Really? $275 pipe for 100 bucks. Nobody yeah, came and Nobody got bought it. it. Yeah. Wow, man. Okay, got that. Yeah, got that. Oh, well. I, I, look, it's not shocking to me that there wasn't people there that wanted to buy your pipe, right? right. That's not shocking. Uh, Mid Ohio is a very strange brew. It's a very, very strange brew. The, uh, that, that whole thing. It's it's not your normal group. Okay. Mid Ohio is you can't predict that shit. When it when you zag, it zigs every single time. Um, when I was out in uh, Reno this week too, I uh, Buscadero. Yeah, they're from Salt Lake City. Yeah, they had a little thing. Really? And now I know what I, they they now sell brown seat and brown grips. So oh, can, of course they do. You can really fucking hipster that. Of fucking bike course up. they do. <laughs> that makes perfect sense. Yeah, I'm shocked they. I mean, I'm sure shocked you don't already have them. Honestly. Oh, yeah, I know. They might be so, coming. Yeah, they're, they're on the way. <laughs> so these two fellas, you know, came into the shop today and they had a lot of questions. And I, I asked Renee, I said, hey, Renee, do me a favor. I said, uh, he said, well, how good did you do with Benelli? Right. I said, eh, we did pretty good with Benelli last year. And he said, well, how's it? How's Benelli going this year? And I said, well, not so good. He goes, oh, really? I said, yeah. So I walked him down my tunnel and I showed him like a dozen Benelli's. Actually, 18 Benelli's. So I showed him 18 Benelli's that are not sold and don't have owners. And I said, so to tell you how Benelli's doing for us this year, those are 18 Benelli's I thought would have been sold by now. Mm-hmm. And he goes, well, how did Benelli do last year? And I said, well, Renee, would you like to go get the numbers for me? And so Renee disappeared and came back and she goes, we sold 49 Benelli TNT 135s last year. Just TNT 135s, not other stuff, not Leoncino's, not whatever. Sold 49. And selling 49 of a particular model of bike is noteworthy. Yeah, right. I don't care what you sell. If you sell 49 of one particular model, that is a fucking strong seller. Yeah. Any bike it is. Any car it is. That's a, that's a strong seller. Especially when you can only ride for like six months. Yeah, year, sure. You know? yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. And so they were really impressed. And they said, well, how many of those did you sell this year? And I said, five. Five. Yeah. We went from 49 to five. And... He's like, what the hell? And I said, that is, my, that is my story. The Benelli is the perfect example of the stimulus check motorcycle. Yeah. 
It's just like the Harley Davidson Dyna. It's the last thing a guy buys before a guy buys before he goes to prison, right? <laughs> you can always buy a cheap Dyna from your girlfriend's ex-husband, <laughs> right? It's been sitting in the garage since he went in, yeah. And she's got the title, right? And you're like, hey, honey, I've been I've been dating you for the past six or seven months. I notice you have a Dyna in your garage. Would you like to tell me more about that? No. Well, I didn't know you rode motorcycles. I don't. Yeah. Well, you have a Dyna in your garage. Yeah, I know. Blade rode it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is, right? That's what the that's what the Dyna is. And then it's always like, well, you know, if if we throw a thousand bucks into his commissary account, <laughs> yeah, he's good. Will he sign the title? Two packs of Marlboro Lights and right. I'll dump a thousand into his commissary account. We'll see if he'll sign the title. That's good. I like that. I'm not saying a guy. I, I'm not saying that I know a guy who worked in the prison system. Right. That used to do that. And he'd be like, "Yeah, so you, you know, I see all your tattoos. What kind of bike you got? Oh, I got a Street Glide. Oh, what you got? I got a 17 Street Glide. Oh man, that's you got. You still making payments on that? No, it's all paid off. Wow, you're doing an 11 year stretch. How are you keeping that bike fresh? Yeah. It's my old lady's house. Oh, man. Huh. So you got somebody selling it for you? No, man. I'm just going to wait for me until I get out. Then you hit the guy up when he's real low on honey buns. Yeah. Right? You're like, hey, man, you need some. You need a bump in your commissary? Yeah, I could use a bump in my commissary. Yeah, I can take care of that for you. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm saying that is worse than loan sharking. Oh, yeah. Right? But it happens, and it's real. And... I told him we sold five Benelli's. And I said, look, the people that got stimulus checks, they spend it on Benelli's. That's your target audience right there. We sold more Benelli's to people that came in with stimmy check money than any other bike we sell. Now, this year, we're not selling so many Benelli's. Why? Because those people had to go back to work. All the people that are their friends had to go back to work. And, you know, here's the other thing. I think if they just made... I mean, just make a new headlight for a new, <laughs> like for a new seriously. Like the Grom restyled itself, yeah, right? Yeah, right. So the guys were like, ooh, that's the new Grom. Yeah. This Benelli still looks the same. I don't but I don't have a problem with the way it no, looks. I, I like the I way think it looks. looks good. I'm saying though, like if yeah. they just updated it, like yeah. just instead of four beams, right. put two bigger just change something. Just, change, change just something. do exactly what they did at the Grom. Make it really ugly with those stupid grommets down the side of the gas tank. But that's, yeah. Yeah. Right. But, but I disagree. I think that the <laughs> Benelli. What about looks a black one? We have black one. Do they have black one? Yeah, yeah. we have oh. red, red, black, white. No, I mean, I red, like the way the Benelli white, looks. I'm saying they have to freshen it up or do, put a put a fucking, a little fucking chin fairing on it. Something. Throw 30 bucks in well, a plastic. Well, that's the QJ. So if you look yeah. at the QJ, oh, QJ has chin fairing. Oh, so those will probably sell now. And the QJ has a, a down low exhaust, you know, okay. a GP exhaust. Yeah. And it's QJ, Benelli's the same company, so right. it doesn't matter. Right. So, uh, but that's the thing. But what I, you know, kind of leaned into the guys and said, the reason your bike's not selling is because your target audience people who buy it at the moment don't have extra money. Right. So they're worried about things like mortgages or car payments or cell phone bills or whatever. Uh, they got other things that are higher priority in their mind right now. Right. Or maybe they got Sally pregnant during COVID. And they got to pay for that shit. Who knows? Well, plus with COVID, there was a whole like, I'm going to live today. Yes. There may be no tomorrow. Yeah, there was. Yep. There was and, a whole and, lot of And you told me this early on, yeah. there were no Groms to buy. There were no Groms to buy. Yep, that's so, right. Yep. 
Yeah, have a ground. Oh, everybody who went out and bought a Navi's trading it in on oh, a bigger yeah. bike for yeah. sure. But we'll talk about a drop in value. Yeah, well, you know, we we found that out. Oh, so yeah. uh, we have proof you, about that. You got out right. I did get out perfectly. I owned that bike for two days. There has been yeah. there's been somebody trying to give this uh, Navi away for twenty three on marketplace yep. for like six months now. Yeah, we did. They finally really dropped their good. price to twenty two ninety nine, yeah. and they probably only spent thirty six or thirty seven hundred for it. Right. So that's a hell of a loss. But when you show up at Mid Ohio with a two thousand dollar Navi, oh yeah, motherfucker, you are yeah. a, you are a popular motherfucker at that yeah. point. Yeah, I just I, like the people trying to negotiate down to like some yeah. ridiculous thing. I think it's funny that on Friday, on Friday morning, I already had a deal for Sunday. Right. But the deal didn't make it all the way to Sunday because I got my real money. Yep. On Saturday. Right. And you still tried to hold out till Sunday. I did. I tried like hell. I was like, let, please let me keep riding this bike. Yep. I will sell it to you on Sunday. Nope. We need this place is bigger than we thought. I need something to ride right now. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Okay. Cool. You know, you know, after walking back from the swap meet to the yeah. to the camp area One after, time. My, after my Uber yep. uh, Uber left me. Yes. Um <laughs> all of the deals were in this were in the aisle. Yeah. All yeah. of the deals. Like I I running motorcycles with license plates that got ridden in there that day. Yep. Up the green, up the green mile, the, middle, the center stretch, the center, the center stripe. Yep, always has great deals yep. in it. I, I literally could have bought a CB. It was a, it was a late model CB one twenty five S. Yep, that they yep. only, if I remember correctly, they only imported to use for the uh, motorcycle safety foundation. Yes, motorcycle courses. safety, really late model eighties bike, it, yeah. and it's yeah. it's a four valve overhead yep. one twenty five. Yep. I could have bought one cheaper. Yeah. than ice at the at the booth. Right. I saw a KLR 650 with 1,200 miles on it, a 2019 KLR 650 for 2,300 bucks. Yep. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What was that? 2,300 bucks up the middle aisle. Yeah. Damn. Up you, the middle aisle. Everybody rides yeah. past so yeah. fast. Up you don't the suck. middle aisle. I mean, I, I literally walked one Everything mile. in that middle aisle was for sale. Oh, everything. Yeah. It was crazy. And I, I'd done a loop and I'd spun back around in and the guy had just bought it. So he'd crossed out the for sale sign thing, yep. right? He had just made the purchase. I was like, what did you get that for? He goes, oh, 2300 I was like, fucking kidding me, yep, man. Yeah, that's a deal. But that's the way that was, you know, that whole thing. Here's a, an interesting food for thought kind of moment. As we are progressing into, you know, the autumn season, who should happen to hit me up the other day but my young cousin, Michael, who was shooting shotguns with us last year. And he has got a grip of my nephews and my cousins are fired up. They want to go to the range again. Oh, all right. And I think that's a damn good thing. Yeah. They hit me up. We went to uh, my my, uh, sister-in-law's birthday party yesterday. And all these young men, you know, 16 to 22 years old, they're all like, Uncle Phil, hey, man, we got to (laughs) talk. So my buddy bought a new Benelli, and my other buddy bought a Winchester, and my other buddy, my other buddy bought one of those duck guns, one of those. And I was, he was talking about your gun. He was talking about your gun, Cromkey, and he's like, "We're ready, man. We're ready. We've been stocking up. We've been buying shells." And I was like, "Well, I probably only have two thousand birds." Because I think we showed up with a thousand birds and we left yeah, with two thousand birds. That was insane. Our bird harvest was rich last year. <laughs> That's because that dude, your your Iranian our neighbor buddy, yeah, yeah, that dude, 
That dude was all about letting those birds land unharmed. Yeah, you just hear and birds would just go. The birds would just land. We made it. Yeah, they weren't even chipped. A sea of number six shot. The but these young men are so fired up. But then what's great is my uncle John, who's in his seventies, who's one of my favorite. You know, if you like a if you like a six foot seven tall, you know, relative of mine. So he's fired up, and he's like all about, hey, man, I think, uh, I think we need to go shooting. Oh. Yeah. Uncle John's going to dust John. it off. And then my cousin Joanna, who hasn't been shooting since we were little kids. Yeah. My cousin Joanna, she goes, you know, Philip, I, well, I haven't been out shooting shotguns since we were little kids. Yeah. Well, Joanna, you should come out. Sure. Right. Yeah, let's well, do we it. We can line. I mean, we have three, four throwers. I mean, we, we have three or four floors. Well, but then I just bought an electric thrower. So now we have that. We have that. So I bought that the other day. So we got that on its way. So that's nice. And that'll keep us on target. You know, they'll keep us going. But those young men were all still talking about John Mecklefresh. What? <laughs> self-service, like self-serving himself. Birds and one-handed blasting him out of the sky. <laughs> and... I watched, I watched Mike tell my, my, my nephew Anthony, he goes, no, you're, I'm, I'm going to tell you this. You're not going to believe it. He launches his own bird and then shoots it one-handed. <laughs> and my, my, my nephew Anthony was like... Oh, my ego just went... And my nephew Anthony was like, yeah, whatever, if you say so. And Michael was like, Mike was like, fuck you, show up next time. Show up next time. You can act. You can act all high and mighty and shit. Show up. And so, yeah, we're gonna have a bit of a gaggle. Yeah. But here's the respect. There's a special request. Okay. And I endorse this special request. We have a special request to go to the rifle and pistol range. Sure. First, because we have some young folks. We have some younger people that have stuff that they own, but they haven't dialed it. And I'm a big proponent of if you own a gun, you should be extraordinarily proficient with it. Mm -hmm. You should know every bit of safety for that particular thing. And God damn it, you'd better have it dialed in. Because the part of that is any asshole can buy a gun, but you got to make sure the bullets go where you point them, right? And if you haven't sighted a gun in, you don't know. You just have no idea where they're going to go. What's going on? Oh, that's just timed out. No, it's not. It's not timing out. I mean, it, it's it shut off. It made the shut off sound. Whatever. Sound. I'll, just, I'll just put the audio and I'll just oh, take really? a picture. Okay. I mean, I'm not going to keep doing it. I mean, All right. Well, this, they can see a picture of us. They can see a still yeah. photo and yeah. still hear us. I mean, this is a special situation. And most of these guys won't even fucking know. No. Honestly, if we just have, if, if the YouTube is just us sitting at a table for the next hour, they'll, not, they'll oh, have no just, idea. Just so I can make an excuse and nobody yells at me. Do you right. mind if I slip out of these uncomfortable yeah. pants? <laughs> <laughs> Here, does this look does this look infected? Yeah, no, <laughs> no, but I just came from the airport and I did not have time to go right. home and get all my shit. So right, that's why we're it's kind fine. of we're, we're winging it's okay. it. I don't think anybody. And I don't want to use a twenty thousand dollars cinema camera to shoot the. Why like, not? Are we not worth it? No, I just I, I, that's, <laughs> that's a lot okay. To, that's a all lot right. to set up. That's fine. Yeah, it right. doesn't matter. It honestly doesn't matter yeah. because that's it. Anybody who watches on YouTube, 
got bored 10 minutes ago anyway. Yeah. So I've seen the stats. They just play it and listen to it. They listen to it in the background. Anyway. Gonna know. So here's to you guys. I'll just loop the one part forward and backwards. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> just keep just it going the it. whole time because it's not moving. They have no idea. No it's idea. the same movement. Yeah. They'll just think it got out of sync for yeah, a second. a little bit. <laughs> so I think it's a good idea. So I made, my, I made my nephew Michael pick the day. I said, it's got to be you picking the day. So I said, my rule is this, late September or October. Yeah. I think that's when we're in our prime. Yeah. That's when you can wear a vest and not sweat. It is. That's when you can go out and have a really, really good time. So I just have to make sure it's not my four my weekend that I'm working with. Oh, that's a good thing. Good to know. Yeah. I'll, I'll try to come up with that information. Okay, that'd be great. Because again, I'm starting to get that itch. And talking to these guys at the birthday party the other day got me fired up. You might want to have that checked. It's okay. It's a different kind of itch. It might be infected. Well, and I just found out we're not doing Theater Bazaar this year, so my my October just opened way up. They're not doing it? Yeah, they had a problem with the venue. Oh. So the venue overbooked or outbooked or whatever the hell you want to call it. But any case, there won't be a Theater Bazaar. So my my October just, my quest for weird in October just got real powerful. Yeah. Yeah. There might be some options. Oh, yeah, there's there's always options. Speaking Have hearse, we'll travel. Speaking of weird and, and interesting and motorcycles, yeah. Did you see that Triumph released the images of the new the dirt bike, the final dirt bike they're putting? What yeah. the fuck, really? Yep, Triumph's dirt bike is ready. It, it looks fucking sick. Is it? It's black and fucking. What? It's black and gunmetal from the pictures that I saw. Okay. It says Triumph, but it looks like a Honda CR like two fifty and a Triumph. It does kind of mated, and it does not look at all street legal. No, it's a dirt bike. Right. It's a straight up. They're bike. going into motocross. Yeah. 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 No, straight up dirt bike, man. And in the spirit of all things McQueen, it is forest green oh, and gray livery. They they spared no expense having Bajaj build it for them. <gasps> Maybe. Right? I mean, I can't imagine that that plant, that, that engine oh, yeah. needs to be built. It looks good, though. It doesn't look cheap or anything. It doesn't. No, it looks legit. It looks fine. I think that's a rendering. There's an actual, there's a picture of the, because the frame's different. They changed okay. the frame up a little bit. Yeah. If you look, it was just released a couple of days ago. So maybe uh, like search for the last, like, like you know, Triumph uh, motocross bike released or final version or something. Okay. Know. All it right. It looked really good. All right. We'll try that. Yeah. I was going to say, that just looks like a Husqvarna. Yeah. It does. You can't really tell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you honestly can't tell. No, this when one you has. look at that thing, it's very hard to tell. Yeah, it it does. Yeah, they said it's you know. I guess that's the deal, right? But it's a very strange mark. I wouldn't want to try to enter that space because Yamaha and Honda and Kawasaki and Suzuki are all just so goddamn good at it, right? And then so Triumph comes in and like, what does Triumph have to offer in that space? Because that's that's tough. You know, uh, this one, this one also appears to be a very strong rendering because it looks like my Steve McQueen. Yeah. Uh, no, I'll find it. It was, yeah. it was just an article that came out like yesterday. Yeah, I'm sure it did. Yeah. But I don't, you know, it seems to be a strange place for Triumph to enter with one bike. Right. This, uh, I think this is the real one right here. Like that. See how the frame is completely different. Yep. 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 For sure. That's pretty good though. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah, that does look different. I'll, I'll I'll throw it up to our screen so that our uh, yeah, because the article was talking about the frame and how right. like they made this because like if you look at this frame, yeah, it has modular parts. See how it has like a modular thing. Yeah, going the whole on thing there? appears to be yeah. knockdownable. Right. 
The frame appears to be at least four different pieces all put together to be a frame. Right. Could this be full circle? The best Triumph ever built was the W650. Now the best Kawasaki ever built is going to be the, <laughs> the Triumph. The best CRF ever built is going to be by Triumph. <laughs> no. I don't think no. so. <laughs> No. You, but you would hope that they at least make the exhaust note unique or something to make it sound like a triumph. You know? It's <sighs> going to be a Rotax copy built by Bajaj stuffed into it a little frame. Yeah. It's okay. really not going to... It's going to brap. So it's going to brap. But here's that the is thing. true. It is going to brap. Triumph, call me next week. We can have lunch. You should have put a fucking pea shooter on it, at least to uh, give it a little bit of fucking like a triumph flavor. It yeah. doesn't matter. Everybody's going to rip it off so they can do heel clickers over the high rise. I'm sorry. I'm not in the world. Well, they could have oh, had really man. good gra- like triumph graphics, like the big T, like, the, you know yeah. what I mean? The, yeah. They can have the ghost of, or the zombie of Steve McQueen ride it. I'm still not sure it's going to keep up with Honda. Oh, man. I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right. I, I think that that's one of those things. Racing, and so I'm reading a quote here from Nick Bloor, you know, the triumph guy. And he's like, uh, racing is a big part of the program. Triumph is also committed to proving their product on racetracks and mountains of the world with the all-new Triumph factory race program focused on top-tier championship racing in both motocross and enduro series. That's the official word, but one would certainly not discount a rally entry coming down the line. Well, let me tell you what. Good for you. Uh, Ricky Carmichael. Fucking Ricky Carmichael has joined the Team Triumph. I'm thrilled to announce that I'm joining the Triumph family and even more excited to be part of their new endeavor into the off-road product category. This is an incredible opportunity for me to join its historic brand, and I'm honored and humbled to be a part of the development and release of Triumph's off-road motorcycles. <sighs> Ricky fucking Carmichael. That's a lot of word. Number, number four. That, that's Ivan th- Cervantes. Ivan Cervantes is with Triumph Motocross. They are getting some real fucking power Proven professional racers that have excellent credentials to be a part of this team. 250 and 450 cc's. All right. I don't think they're hitting this lightly, man. I think they're really going to try to make this They've spent an awful lot of money trying to make this work. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. And if for nothing else, it's going to get a lot of people's attention to watch it and be like, let's see how the Triumphs do, right? Just like a NASCAR went out onto a uh, IndyCar track, right? Oh, no, no, no. You're talking about Le Mans. I am talking about Le Mans. Yeah. Thank you. Right. And, and a lot of people paid attention. Yeah. Right. A lot of people paid attention. It got, it was the front, you know, front page news oh, story. Oh, yeah. I, I heard that right. eagle scream of the Camaro going by every five yeah. minutes. That's, oh, that's yeah. just the way it is. KTM oh, currently sells two-stroke and four-stroke bikes for more than $15,000 in record numbers. That's what Triumph's talking about. Yeah, see, that I could buy, because if you're looking for a bike that you absolutely positively cannot fix no matter what happens to it at the end of the day, you get tired of owning a KTM, you buy a Triumph. You buy a Triumph. And again, those those vehicles are best when supported by a truck and a trailer that have uh, a full of mechanics. And the computer to connect to the... And extra parts. Yeah. Right. So that's, that's that weird thing. So it's like, are they trying to be... Are they really trying to be competitive? I think they are. They okay. really do. All right. Well, there we go. I mean, that's that's badass, I mean, right? When a 16-year-old passes you on a CR450, it's really yeah. going to matter, right? Yeah, that's true. That's mean, a, it, you're it, basically, when you're releasing something like that, yeah. you want, like, we're coming onto the scene, mm-hmm. and we want to stomp some ass, and we right. want to win. We want a, a grand, you know, national championship. But, but here's yeah. the thing, Tom. Do you think, like, so if you take Honda, Suzuki, Kawasaki, and whatever else makes Derp, KTM, KTM, Husqvarna, all that, yeah, 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 like yeah. the difference between them all has to be like a percent. 
right? Like, I mean, like how, yeah. fa- it's like, I mean, this is going to be within a few percent. I think it's going to yeah. come down to the rider. If they get the right rider, because, right. you know, you get a professional rider, they could take a fucking fuck oh, 250. Okay. Speaking, yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, we're brought up the brought up the NASCAR reference. Every right. NASCAR literally is the exact same car with bodywork on it. I mean, right. this is all you're talking about here because that's the same upside down fork that everybody uses, the same tires, the wheels, the spokes, the chain. Yeah, what the, real innovation was yeah. is Triumph going to bring to the table? Yeah. Exactly. Right. Because that frame that they're, the frame that I'll pull it up so people can see it, the big deal that they're mentioning front page on their website is the frame. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. And honestly, this frame looks a lot like every CR. You yeah. know, it, it, it's, not, it's not that exotic. It's, yeah. I right. mean, you, there is no more space age material that Honda has not developed on anyway. Sure. Right. Exactly. The engine control module is literally what it comes down to. Yeah. So, and, and the rider. Right. Yeah. So I'm, I mean, I, I totally get it. I do. Uh, but again, I don't want to, I would never want to shoot down Triumph's statement like we're going to go motocrossing because Triumph did go motocrossing. Yeah. That's part of their history. Yeah. That's great. And they've done that. And that's cool. And it's great that they did do it. Um, would I think that you're going to be able to show up and out Honda Honda or out Yamaha Yamaha? I don't know, man. And I'm not the motocross guy. I'm not the guy who's going to weigh in on this. But if you got if you pull up in the paddock and you're on Team Triumph and you look over and the guy next to you is Team KTM, yeah, uh, you better have some secret sauce uh, because I don't see I don't necessarily see that you're going to be able to, you know, yeah, there's you know, that you know what yeah. I really want to see since we're all talking about this, yeah, Team CF Moto. Well, <laughs> we had a lot of talk about that today with the guys from QJ. Uh-huh. We're going to see Team Triumph, though. That's yeah. what they're doing. Yeah. yeah. See, I think I think the next entry that's going to actually matter is when QJ or CF Moto shows up right. with the same bike at 20% less money. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's what's going to... I mean, these are, like I said, these are Indian build anyway, yep. so... Yep, that's true. So, and, and then another piece of news in the motorcycle-related thing... Yeah. Um, this is a this is a. Pro- oh wait, I do, can I do? Yep, hang on to that for one second because before we leave this, I want to say this. Fuck media. Hmm? Fuck marketing. Hey, that's my job, man. Okay. <laughs> yeah, All right. media. You're you're yeah. This what is are not- we talking about right now? We're talking about Triumph yeah. announced the launch of motocross. Right. We are talking. Well, that's that was the headline. Oh yeah, we're talking. That's about the press- headline that got us talking. That's a press release. Yes. All right, guys. I'm going to call your attention to Exhibit A, okay? Because in Exhibit A, there's only one video that highlights the frame of the of the product, right? That is the only fucking thing. I got to say, boys, they are advertising vapor. Well, the article I saw actually had the full bike. Like, I this to, is their fucking website. No, I know, but I'm saying yeah. like the, this article came out yesterday. It was right. not by them. Yeah, it was by somebody that went and interviewed all the stuff. So I'm sure they're probably going to update this shit. Soon. I would I'm hope sorry. that yeah. Triumph on their website would have as much information as they're willing to give out to the, the well, public. But I'll say this: yeah. for even at Summit, like to change something on the website. Yeah. Even if the mar- like we'll have stuff ready right. for months. Yeah. But until it goes through all the brass and right. all the brass are in an office and they yep. can have a meeting and then they can, they have to have a change because, you yep. know, you can't just accept it the way it is. So by the time all that happens, it could take four months, but the product is already out and doing things. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So like I can see why this might not be updated. 
When I'm on their website, the website they pay to produce, the website they have, Triumph has, not what Revzilla no, but that's what wants I'm saying. Like, it might take it forever to change this website because right. they're brass, like our, any other company, where like, right. you know, until, until... Well, this is their official launch video. So we're watching their official launch video right is now. Is it old or new? Brand that's, new today. Oh, it is today. It's today. Okay. So this is from today. Okay, okay. So this is from so today. did update it. And right. what I don't see in this video from today is a motorcycle. Is a motorcycle. Right. Well, fast <laughs> see, forward. Maybe they're waiting. They're I holding. see dudes. I see guys welding on stuff. Right. I see dudes. I see a frame being welded up. But what I don't see is I don't, I, I don't, I don't see an actual motorcycle. If I want to see innovation and I'm seeing welding, I sure don't want to see dudes doing it. I'd rather just see it like that. That's the CNC machine. Right. There's it. literally just a CNC machine kicking <laughs> yeah. chips all over the place. Yeah. That's what they're showing. That seems inefficient. Right. But you know what they haven't shown in their five minute and 11 second video? Oh. An actual motorcycle. No. And this to me screams of vaporware. Okay. Yep. Because what I haven't seen yet is a motorcycle being ridden by a human. And all I've seen so far is artist renderings, right? And this, and, and this, you know, this CNC machine just making chips. Yeah. Right. I've seen a make. lot of that. Yeah. And I've seen a lot of five old white men standing around a table talking at each other, right? But what I haven't seen is a motorcycle. Right. And so I believe that they put this out and they did what they do, which is they let the media run with it. And then every 14-year-old with artificial intelligence is out there, what would a Triumph dirt bike look like? Right. And chatbot, you know. Oh, look, there's stuff bolted to it. And then five old white guys sit around a table drinking beers going, hey, Triumph's going to make a a dirt bike. If you're four minutes and 27 seconds into this video yet and you haven't shown me a picture of the bike assembled yet, look, look, you don't got to show me shit. I am waiting for the Rotax motor to be bolted into that frame. And And I'm telling you, you ain't going to see it. <laughs> you got 37 seconds got 37 to bolt a Rotax into that baby. You got 30 seconds oh. left to bolt. I'm, they, they showed me a case. Right. They showed me a, uh, the side of a water jacket. Right. There you go. Oh, Ooh, wait. There's the clutch cover. There's a clutch cover. Right. Yeah. What they haven't shown me yet. I'm impressed that Rotax got that cut out that fast. Yeah. So that's the point is that's their video. And that's wow. why everything else is an artist's concept drawing All right. every and other picture of this thing because what triumph has to go with right now this is the launch and you know what oh. look at it. it says vision to reality but then they never showed it to you <laughs> they said they've shown you the vision the reality comes later, later. i yeah. promise okay this is 100 vision reality not included no and it says don't miss episode two launching on the 15th of august exploring the brand new triumph motocross engine we're a long way from yeah. this. So they may have announced it today, but they didn't unveil it today. Well, they did in this article, but we'll yeah. see. We'll see. Well, we'll see. Yeah. I'm going to argue that the guy who wrote the article right. wasn't from Triumph. Okay. Right. And so, he also has a top 10 list of the top 10 best electric motorcycles in America, none of which you can actually buy. Right. So, so right. stay tuned for the four-valve Rotax motor coming soon to this Triumph website. Probably true. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. this next section... It's yes. only going to be for Patreon listeners. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, because, so if you're not a Patreon listener, cover your ears. Yep, you can't so hear that. You're not going to be able to get... Because this is actually going to earn them their money back oh. and enough money to go on vacation. Oh, dang. Oh, All right, so this is a pro Don't buy tip. stock in Triumph. This is a pro tip from Stony Steve. That's okay. my new name. I got that. <laughs> Stony Steve. <laughs> Stony Steve. All right. So, you're you ready? don't want to be sleepy anymore. No, it's sleepy Stony Steve. It's okay, fine. Right, right, yeah, right. Right. I, yeah, I'd be confused without that name. But anyways, okay, you ready? I'm ready. So, this Reno car show I was at. Yeah. I learned something very important. Okay. This is important for Tell all of more. us and everybody that's listening to us. 
You had your CT70, your Trail 70. You went to mid-Ohio. You had your $5,000 price tag on Right. It. Nobody bought it. Nobody bought it. And you went home and you were like, I thought these were worth I a lot of money. I thought these were popular, yeah. Do not go to a vintage motorcycle show at your CT70 and try to sell it for $5,000. No. What you do is you go to the old man show, yeah. like the Reno Hot August yep. Nights, yep. and you take all the CT70s you can find. Absolutely. And you dump them in the auction. Yep. And these old guys go... Oh, man, I haven't seen one of those in 25 years. Yeah, Look buddy. how nice it looks. Yeah, buddy. So I still, I have pictures. You can, I'll even send it to you for show notes. There were seven of them in line. Right. Three of them were nice restorations. One was what I can only call uh, Ice Bear rebranded with a Piranha <laughs> motor. Excellent. And another one. And yeah. all of them sold for over $7,000. <laughs> because car guys paid that much money for the upholstery on their back seat. And if it matched exactly. their car color? Yeah. Ape shit. Ape shit. Like, so if, you, yeah. if you're going to paint a CT70 right. and you want to make money, yeah. go paint to a hot rod show, colors. look up the favorite Ford or Chevy colors that they have, <laughs> paint it that color. Dude, these guys, when I tell you, yeah. so they, they came up, they're like, next on the auction Salmon block. Salmon and black two-tone for the Crown Vic guys? Yeah, right. <laughs> no, but seriously, this, this guy was like, so everything before that, yeah. like, they'd be like, 1968 uh, Shelby, blah, blah, blah. You know, and it'd be like, yeah. Uh, uh, we have an online bid of 20000 Next guy's like, yeah. okay, you know. Right. And then they'd be up there like, come on, this is a right. great car. Right. Right. Talking to nothing, right? Right. And so the guy wheels this fucking CT70 out. And I didn't even know they were there until I saw him. I was like, oh, shit. Right. Okay. He's like, very rare, <laughs> rare Honda in this condition. Um, ah. To find one in this condition is very rare. We're going to start the bidding out at $3,500. Right. And you hear all the guys go, ooh. ooh. And so he goes, all right, opening bidding. And it was like, dude, bah, bah, dude. Bah, bah, He's, bah, like, bah, bah. Bah. Yeah. He's like, 35, 37, 38, 39, 40, 41, yep. 42. Online, 45. But I, and it gets to like 7,000. It slows down a little. Yeah. 7,800. Right. 7,900. The guy's like, woohoo. Yeah. They were cheering and slapping hell, each other hell, on yeah, the back. They were. Yeah. And I'm like, these guys have no fucking idea. Yeah. So so like, for, the, for the record, you can buy an Ice Bear uh, PBZ125 right. for about 1200 bucks. Bingo. And all you have to do, they actually make Trail 70 and Trail 90 stickers. Yeah. You can just strip the uh, Ice Bear off the side. No, but this one on was there. even worse because it, go. it was the Ice Bear that was blown up and, yeah. then, a, and then a Piranha motor put in the Ice uh, Bear. Of course. Of course. <laughs> and then there was a Honda CB160. I think that one for 52 there was, oh, what was that piece of shit? There, there was a scooter <laughs> that you would have like, you would have been like, I won't bring that into my shop. Right. Oh, I well, won't we work all... on that scooter. Well, right. the, two well, grand. Well, the joke. Well, only two. Grand. I think I found what I'm doing with all my motorcycles. I think I the, have too. <laughs> the, the big joke for ages has been the Viet Bajas that always right. sell for nine. It's '66 Sprint. There's always a '66 always sells Sprint for seven with yellow center stand boots that yeah. sells for seven thousand dollars at Barrett Jackson yeah, right. or whatever. Because they don't hire they just anybody. Get that trotted across the stage, and everybody out there goes seven thousand dollars. That was my round of drinks I just had. Right. right. Oh, these guys have yeah. money. That's the one thing that these dudes had. So all these guys are look. So here's what I thought was funny. You know how like the older generation, which we're not, we're not, we're not age, uh, ageists. You know, I don't right. care. You can be a cool eighty year old. I don't care. Could be right. this as has long more as you're a cool eighty year old. Right. Well, I'm saying this has more to do with right. their personality than their age. So yeah. I'm right. not trying to be an ageist or anything. Yeah. Just happens to be that hey, everybody there can be any age. No, that's but I'm true. just saying. But it just happens to be that everybody there was old as fuck. Right. Yes. Right. Because that's where they go. But here's the thing. Yeah. When you look on social media, you go anywhere, you talk to these guys. All they do is complain about the young, entitled right. fucking kids. Absolutely. Well, I can tell you that there was a city of 25,000 octogenarians that were the most entitled motherfuckers of course I've they ever were. met in my right. entire life. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. Of course. Walk right in front of you, step on you, yeah. push you out of the way right. to get a picture. Oh, yeah. Right. 
And I'm like, and that's where they moved to Sparks, Nevada to yeah. be around themselves. Yeah, <laughs> that was it. <laughs> when you go to these Disney communities, that's what it is. Oh my yeah, god, that's... dude, the waiters and waitresses at restaurants, yeah, they look like they're about to kill themselves. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <that's laughs> like it. it's terrible. Right, their tips. I watched a table of oh, I, ten I people. Oh no, have a bill of like four hundred right. ninety dollars left and a twenty dollar twenty dollar bill. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Unfucking like, believable. Motherfuckers. Yeah. I gave the get a ten. Yeah. I was like, I watched you serve that table, right. dude. Here's yeah. 10 bucks. Man. Yeah. Like, yeah. I felt bad. I felt rotten. Yeah. But that's exactly, and that's why that's that particular car show in that particular city is just over goddamn run. You feel good to me. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah, but it's just a weird scene, man. And then, like, trying to talk to some of these guys, occasionally you'll bump into a guy and he's like, I, I personally touched every nut and bolt on them. And that's the guy right. I want to talk to. And he yeah. tells me an awesome story right. about. Carl lived in his uncle's backyard for 70 years and he got it out and then made it into this car, you know? But half the time, the nicest cars, I'd go up to somebody and be like, hey, you want to tell me about your car? Nope. Yeah. But I'm like, if you went to the gas station right. 10 minutes earlier when they were getting gas, they would have talked to you for three hours. Oh, that dude would have held you hostage. Yeah, right? Yeah. But yeah, it was, it was interesting in that regard. And then, uh, but a lot of the younger guys there, you know, like they, had, they, they talked about their cars and stuff and they're, they're more like motor bisexual. Yep. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they talk about motorcycles. These guys are like, no, I don't do anything. Because of the hearses, I decided, you know, oh, okay, I'll, I'll throw a shot across the bow. I'll try to sell one of my hearses. I'll show up at a car show. And I show up at a big-ass, giant fucking car show in Avon Lake with 2,000 cars or whatever. And I'll show up and I'll roll in. And everybody loses their goddamn mind because it's not another Nova. Right. Right? No, it's not another Nova. It's not another Nomad. It's not another Belvedere or whatever. And so I show up in a hearse, and they're like, ah, oh, oh, crazy, cool. And then I park it, and I put my little sign. I already made my little sign up. says what it is, because it's weird. Yep. You know? And I'll lay that thing up on the dashboard, and then I'll get to walking around, right? And what I learned is every single guy out there has got his lawn chairs and his umbrella up, and they sit behind the car. Oh, yeah. Like they're inspecting the trunk right. 24-7. And the hood's open if it's good, and the trunk's open if it's good. And then the, him and his old lady or him and his old man are sitting back there, right? Just, you know, talking about whatever, just getting older. Yep. And just sinking further into the asphalt behind Walgreens. Yep. Right? And I was like, this sucks. This just sucks. I made a lap of the place. I was like, God very damn it. This it's is very awful. And there's always a DJ playing yeah. music way too loud through the wrong speaker. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. it's just like, yeah, it, yeah, it in the background. It's terrible. Yeah. And I'm like, man, this is Lights, man, this fucking blows. And then this old guy comes up. He's like, you know, Yoda. And he comes up in a, you know, Summit Racing shirt. And he's got a, a, a pail. He's got like a bucket yeah. full of stuff, like cleaning products and everything else in it. And he goes, Do you register for the car show yet? And I'm like, I, I, nah, I didn't register. I'm just going to pull in there over there. He goes, Oh, but go over there and register because we decided we're going to, you're going to win a class. And I was like, I'm going to win a class? He's like, Yeah, if you go over and register, we're gonna pull the. We're gonna do the drawing. We're gonna give you an award because we ain't never seen any shit like that before. Yeah, you know, gold plated Japanese hearse. That shit's crazy. Do you deliver Chinese food and that shit? And I was like, well, on behalf of all those people, I'm insulted. But anyway, sure, I'll go register. So I got tricked. Yep. So I went over and I registered. It was free, and I went over and I registered. I put my information on there. They gave me a little a little thing for the dashboard. Yep. Right. They gave me a little dashboard plaque. It was kind of cool. A little kick ass metal plate. I was like, oh, cool little metal adhesive plate from the dashboard. And I looked, and these cars have hundreds of metal plates on the dashboard, hundreds and hundreds of plates. And I was like, oh, my God, man. And it was cool because it was, you know, free. And then uh, 
I was like, okay, cool. When do you guys do the awards? Five o'clock. I was like, Jesus Christ, it's the wrong side of 2 p.m. right now. Yeah. Yep. What the fuck am I going to do for three hours? Yep. So Stare at your wa- trunk. I, yeah, I, I basically <laughs> wandered around. Another, I opened up all the doors. Yep. So I opened up all the doors on the hearse, opened up every door on the thing. And basically until I got bored, all the kids walking around, I was like, hey, crawl up in there. What? Crawl up in there. I took the rollers out, right? You know, so they can't get hurt. <clears throat> crawl up in there. Look, there's, there's chandeliers in the back, and it's really cool. You've seen the back of the hearse. It's right, badass. Yeah. And the kids are in there, and they're taking pictures, and they're having a great time. And, you know, it's, you know, it's four on the tree. It's weird. And uh, I'm like, hey, get in there. You know, you, you ever seen a four on the tree before? You know, Hey, kids, you ever seen a dead body? And I got, kid, I got people <laughs> going in and out of it, and it's kind of fun. Ever seen and a so, dead body naked? <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, guys, you know what formaldehyde smells like? Get in, because now you do. <laughs> and because the, the Mercedes just is, smells thick of formaldehyde. Yeah. It's like somebody dumped 50 gallons of formaldehyde in that goddamn thing. So I'm letting people get in and out of it. So I got the doors open. And so the guys next to me on the left and the right are both giving me hate. So the guy in the tea bucket with the giant oversized Mickey Thompsons. We all know that guy. Oh, yeah. And then the guy on the other side with the Shelby whatever. Yep. The GT350, not a KR. They're both giving me hate. And I'm like, why? What's, what's the matter? And he goes, oh, all these kids coming in out of, these, out of your car. All these kids and these, adult, these people coming in out of your car. They're getting really close to our car. Uh, yep. I'm sorry, man. Are they going to damage the plastic your tea bucket's made out of? I was like, I was like, dude, I'm trying to make this place a little more interesting because this yeah. place is a ghost town. It's basically a museum where yeah. you guys are just parked up behind it to, to like, what do you do? What do you do? You sit in that lawn chair and you answer the same questions? Yeah. Oh, is that a 289? Yep. Yeah. yeah. What serial number is it? Uh, and fuck you, man. Like, there's got to be something better to do to ignore your children, your grandchildren on a Sunday, right? So I was trying to have fun with it, get people in and out of the thing, let them get, take pictures and shit. And I did not, they didn't like me. They did no, not like guys, me. Dude, I, I was going, so I'm like, you know, I have to go and do interviews and yeah. get all these shots. So, I mean, I even, I asked my boss, I'm like, I can use my discretion, right? Like, I right. like weird shit. And he was like, yeah, he goes, weird shit can be great. You know, he goes, but just make sure you're, you know, you're thinking of our customers or something That's that they'd true. be interested right. in, right? So, so we not, just want to see a lot of Ellis. Well, no. So I'm, I'm walking around, and I found I found like a really interesting Studebaker yeah. that was almost stock, but then the dude did like period correct little details cool. to it and stuff like that. Yeah. So that was interesting. So I'm yeah. talking to him, right? The guy next to him has like this ridiculous like Camaro, like like you know every everything on it's perfect. Yeah. But you can obviously tell that he paid somebody like 150 thousand dollars to build it to build out the know? world's most perfect Camaro. Yeah, because he has rings on all his. He's just a guy right. you know doesn't work on cars. Right. Yeah. So he's sitting there and he's like, he goes, you interviewing everybody? And I go, no, just stuff no. I find interesting. <laughs> and he goes, he goes, what do you think about that? I'm like, there's about 175 of those here. Right. Yeah. And I just walked away yeah. and you could just see his face going. Yeah. Like, oh, it's another yeah. black streak light. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. You can't Lord. find your car in the parking lot, man. Wait, yeah. is that a 68 Camaro? Oh my wow. God. Holy oh. shit. Oh, oh it, look, it's a Chevelle. Yeah. Oh, a Gen 2 Mustang or whatever they call oh, it. Yeah. Holy right. fuck, man. I never yeah. seen one of them before. Oh, it's Fox Body. Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen any of those yeah. yet. Um, I, I don't see how the car, I do not enjoy the car culture thing. And I'm glad that in our motorcycle, because we've gone to stuff at Quaker Steak and Lube where <laughs> there's been 5,000 Harley Davidsons. I actually used to enjoy the car culture show at La- in Lakewood. In Lakewood. Now, that's a little different yeah. john well the, the, this how weekend was that, how was that event different well you get like a david bradley 
tractor motorcycle thing showed yeah. up was cool. Yeah. And how else was it different? There was a rockabilly band. I was was it say. in a Walgreens parking lot? No, it was on the street. Did they what? They closed down the street. They shut down a goddamn street in yeah. the city of Lakewood. Well, how about this, though? How about the hillbilly or the rockabilly ruckus? Same thing. That's a car right. show. It's at a fairgrounds. But they do shit. It's fun. Right. There's good music. There's stuff going right. on. And that's what we were talking about before the podcast. Right. I want to know how many more years you're going to go to car shows and right. it's going to be this 50s fucking centric stuff. Because all those <laughs> because guys, think the about 50s it. guys are dying right now. I mean, how old do they be? If you were right. 18 in 1950, right. you're, that's, you're 90. You're 100. Right? Now, you're right? 100. Yeah. Like, right. You're, yeah. So like, why are we still playing fucking shoop, shoop, do wop the whoop and the fucking thing? <laughs> Like, seriously, seriously, they're they're trying to appeal to like one like twenty percent. There was a lot of yeah. Dudes. Tommy James and the Shondells are about a hundred right now, right? right. And, and the thing is, is that yeah. I would say still a bunch of dicks, right. but a lot of the guys were between sixty and seventy. Yeah, their period is like why isn't the Allman Brothers playing? Or I would make perfect sense, right? Like right. it would. I don't right. know. I did, that, that was just weird to me. Yeah, because like all the doo-wop bands that were playing on these stages, right. the ladies were seventy. Yes, like they're, wearing the skirts. Skirts. they're wearing the brutal skirts. They're wearing brutal skirts. Yeah. And they're 70 plus. And they're, yeah. God there's, bless only them. Like, there's only like one original member, and he's in a wheelchair. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, I've, done, I've done all the rock oh, hall yeah. inductions. And, and, yeah. and, and just like, so yeah. these dudes, some of these motherfuckers for some of these shows, the entry fees are not light. No. 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 <laughs> no. But, but this was you great. You have to pay a lot of money to show off the car you just bought. So <laughs> I, did, I did learn something that was pretty interesting, too. And I think you probably already knew this. But um, so like I didn't know when the awards were. So yeah. I'm trying to get in all these interviews yeah. and stuff like that. And so also it's Reno. So you think it's called Hot August Nights. You think the shows would be at night. I think they would start at 9 p.m. Yeah. No, they start at 8 a.m. and go to about <gasps> 4. So like you're out in 190 degree weather just dying and melting the, I mean, and stuff like it's that. It's called Hot August Nights. Yeah, yeah. Don't they know when the Denny's early bird special is? Yeah. Oh, I mean, dude, you, would, you should lean into it so tough. You should have a car show that starts at 4 a.m. Yeah. And goes till about eight thirty. Yeah, that's that's. And then the, you should have the day off from eight thirty a.m. to just go hide. That's the next generation like a lizard. car show. You, yeah, like generation. a lizard. The only thing, the only group of dudes that I really enjoyed at yeah. this whole car show was the Latino dudes. Of with course, their fucking lowriders. Oh yeah, because like they kind of they, they bring out the lowriders and the bombs. And well, it's they like, they, oh, they weasled so their way in, yeah. and like they, they 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 as a as a local club. Sure, but oh, yeah. then when, like but those Latin dudes when they have a club, yeah. they're like fifty strong. And oh, every yeah. car, they have matching shirts, and oh, every car is yeah. fucking it's like a, it's like a, sick. It's like a bowling league. It is a bowling. Dude, this dude, <laughs> this this dude had a lowrider with about twenty seven colors of paint on it. Yeah, all the three wheel motion sure. shit. Sure, yep. Everything under the car was chromed. Yep, and 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 also oh, engraved. Cool. And then he, at one point in the afternoon, he pulled the car in and put it up on this impossible fucking like you know one wheel in the air and all this shit. And then he took the wheel off. Yeah. And like the, the internal part of the brake rotor is engraved <gasps> that goes behind the it's, tire. It's, it's like a British Lambretta. Yeah. And on the inside, like and then when it was up like that, you could look underneath it. And like even the floor pans that wrapped underneath the rocker. Yeah. It's engraved all the way to the part <gasps> that you can't see it. My God. The man. drive shaft yeah. was an intricately portrait engraves on the drive shaft and shit. It's insane. Oh, it's yeah. Insane. Yeah. That's amazing. So I started talking to the guys, and I was like, you know, obviously you guys have a really cool club and a culture, right. and it seems like you spend a lot of time together. I was like, so how, how, when you work on cars, he goes, he goes, usually what happens is like somebody will be like, oh, we're going to work on Jose's car this weekend, right. and like 20 guys are there, 
And like one nice. guy will be doing this, one guy's Very doing nice. that. The engravers are doing really? this. And they all work together on that one guy's on that car, one car to nice. bust it up to a next level. Yeah. It's really a cool, yeah. they were, but meanwhile, you now know. See, that's, that's a car culture right there. That's what happened in my garage when I was a kid growing up. Yeah. My dad would be in the garage working on one guy's car. Yeah. But then all of his friends would show up. And so you'd end up having a dozen guys working on the car. And then I, of course, I was uh, the wrench runner. Yeah. And hold the fucking flashlight, Phil. Yep. Right. right. And yeah. do it right this time. Oh, I got yelled at by <laughs> like too. people that. My dad would be like, I need to see, not you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> my dad would come back and he's like, occasionally he'd be like, God damn it. Don't you know the difference between a fucking six point and a fucking 12 point? Yeah. I didn't ask you for this. Dude, I would this get, isn't what I asked you for. I would get in trouble. My dad would say, bring me an extension, right? right. Yeah. But if I didn't pay attention, if it was right. a free quote, because I didn't yeah. know, I'd oh. bring the wrong one. He'd be like, right. you didn't look before you walked away. What are you, a fucking moron? Yeah. <laughs> no. I was helping my dad one day, and we were drilling a hole through a piece of wood. And he's like, hold the wood. Right. And I'm like, oh, you became okay. the drill press? I'll, don't worry. I'm not going to drill you. I have a scar right there oh. where he drilled me right in the wrist. I'll never trust you ever again, Dad. <laughs> but so the one, um, so there was there was three guys standing there, and one guy seemed pretty cool, and he was with two older guys, yeah. and they were bitching about the Mexicans because they were they were full mega dudes, you know, like they didn't yeah, like right, the fact right. that these Mexicans had yeah. a thing, right? And their and cars like, were better. Well, this the is forty five car. The guy car. had the best thing, yeah. so he's sitting there and they're like these lazy motherfuckers. He's like. Lazy, did you see the engraving under the I was going to say, man. <laughs> you, the opposite you, of lazy. You paid a 30-year-old to slap parts on your 68 Camaro, shift? and this guy, this guy right here, he and 20 of his friends built that car. You paid and, somebody to slap your 68 Camaro right. together. And when I say engraved, I'm not talking about just wiggly Older. lines. I'm talking a fucking portrait. Right. Like I people's mean, that's portraits. the whole thing. It's like, I have been working around Mexican people most of my life. Right. Here's one phrase I will never, ever use. Lazy. No, oh, no. No. The worst thing you can ever be. If you were like, it's hot today, and you're on a roofing job, or you're in a warehouse job, or you're loading a truck, or you're doing anything, and the, or Mexican, you're a doctor or and whatever, the Mexican guys show up, yeah. you are not going to have a nice day. No. Because you're going to have to keep up. Yep. And I would rather keep up with Amish than keep up with Mexicans. Right, and here's the thing that people always mistake. The whole machismo thing. Yeah. So they can't not work as hard as their dude next to him because yeah. then they'd be a pussy. Yeah. It's, it is seriously. Right. If the one guy is doing one hit roofing nails. Right. If he's doing one hit roofing nails. Everybody else has to. Too. Everyone else has to be doing one hit roofing nails too. Or you're underneath him. You're just. And it's crazy. Mm. And I got, I mean, when I was young and I'm putting on roofs and I would get a little bit of a yaw going, just a couple of tabs, a little bit out of line. They would call you out in a second. Oh, yeah. And I'm on a crew where it's like there's maybe three or four Mexican guys and me. And they would just be like, oh, man, look at what you did. What? Look at what you did. Mr. George, how much you pay for the <laughs> new guy? <laughs> he no good. He no good. He no good. He no good. I, would got, I got called out so hard. And I was like, and I felt bad, too, because I was so happy. I was keeping up. Yeah. And I'm just pouring sweat. Yep. And then they'd be like. Man, I think you got to go back and fix that. And you got to fix everyone you dropped after that because they're all out of a line now. Yeah. You're like, they're going to make that what roof look like it's bent. Oh, yeah. And I was like, ah, it'll be fine. And then I go back and look at the job from the ground and I'm like, oh, 
shit. The one I did, the, yep. the rows I Set did the looked like shit. Off. And the rows they did were perfectly laser beam straight. So don't tell me about how lazy anybody is. Right. Well, when that, they're fucking doing three times the work well, I am. I mean, that was the that was the yeah. part that made it so funny. It was yeah. like like the not the uh, anticipus anticipus of what he was talking about right. was literally in front of it's him. It's in front yeah. of him. Yeah. <laughs> right. Let's well, see you know, your brake rotors, yeah. fuck knuckle. Yeah. Your shit came from China. And, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And you didn't touch any of it. You drove right. it here. Yeah. Maybe. They yeah. probably trailered it and then right. pulled it out of the trailer. Well, yeah, yeah, you might you might get dirt on it. Yeah. <laughs> And, then and meanwhile, gonna, I'm sure the guy that's got his fucking lowrider is out there springing, sprung, and hipping and hopping and doing the whole oh, deal. Oh, they did the whole, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. And every time he puts his foot on the brake, he's running his brake pads, yep. his semi-metallics, against somebody's mom's painting, you know, yeah, portrait. right, right, right. Right? So, yeah. Well, and they even had the thing where they let their ladies, they let their ladies drive. Oh, why not? And they had hand signals. So, like, when they were coming down the yeah. road, he'd be like, one, two, one and so she'd hit. Oh, she played out. One, oh, yeah. Two, and so that so like that way the ladies because you know they were all done up and like. Tell yep. me you don't think yep. that's cool because cool I fuck. think that's fucking cool. Oh, it's fucking amazing. Right. I think that's cool, dude. Like, I would have taken yeah. one of those. If riders. I could turn any truck I've ever owned into a transformer, yeah. Oh, myself, yeah. that sounds cool. Well, the one dude had a, a, a the bed of his pickup truck went up like a carnival wheel and started spinning. The spinner beds, yeah. And then the yeah. sides moved out and started yeah. going up and down. Yeah. And like, it was all this crazy shit. There ain't no. There's. I don't look. You gotta you gotta step back and go, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Because I will admit it. I that that seventy one Ford Econoline, that mid Ford, the day I put air shocks in the back of it, I was just like, check it out. Yeah. Load motorcycle. Watch this. Yep. It jacked up in the back, looking like a fucking Hot Wheels car. Well, and you know what else is yep. kind of cool about that whole culture? Is like so you got the you got the white boys on the the crotch rockets and they kill a bunch of people because they're stupid and they lail into them right yeah okay yeah you got the the ricer kids out there street yeah. racing smashing into yeah, shit absolutely the whole thing about the the lowrider culture is low and slow low and slow so when they yeah. go down the street yeah. they're doing eight yeah you know I mean? like they, they're not hurting anybody even if they lose control nothing's wrong nobody ever said a guy on the marijuana driving a lowrider drove into a crowd of people today and killed them at eighty miles an hour. oh shit. <laughs> He's out of control. No, it's okay to three-inch curb stop the car. <laughs> <laughs> He's coming right at us. Yeah, that's so fucking true, man. Yeah, and that is absolutely true. Nobody ever left a fucking lowrider show in their five O sideways fox bodied well, Mustang, killing a bunch of people. Right. Well, because right? you think about like like a lot of the other inner city right. things, like when they do the the shows or what are yeah, they when, what do they call when them? When they the, steal a Dodge Charger and they take over the street show. and they yeah they, they do and the they slam into it. yeah they slam into the crowd. Yeah, they do their donuts and they yeah. kill, almost kill everybody. Yeah. And they get fuel with the douche nozzle on the fucking whatever that thing the was. The dude in the the dude in the uh, slingshot. 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 Oh god. With yeah. the 24-inch rims? Yeah. The, the guy that went to AutoZone was like, do you have LED lights? Do you really? And he was like, we have a lot. And he was like, yes. I will have I all, will of have all of them. <laughs> I will have all of them. That, do, Can you show me to your 3M adhesives aisle? <laughs> that is that is the most amazing Chevy Cavalier on three wheels. Yeah. <laughs> but dude, if he would have gone one more inch and hit those choppers. Okay. Oh, yeah. No. So like, like, wait, I guess go ahead and tell him about this because I don't think respect. we talked about it. Okay. We went to Fuel Friday night after our last podcast. <laughs> and so Fuel had their opening night. At the Skidmark Garage, which we love dearly. Right. Brian and the guys at Skidmark Garage always put on a good show. And uh, it's a place where it's, a, it's, the only mo- it's the only motorcycle co-op I've ever seen in America that actually works. 
Like um, people show up and they work on their shit. There's benches for everybody. There's tools are laid out. People like each other. There's a there's a machine in the corner that just constantly spits out ten millimeter sockets. It, it hasn't. So it hasn't. It hasn't imploded. I am impressed. It's incredible that it's been going on as long as it has, and we're so proud of Brian for doing it and all the people that give everything to that. But he's also Brian to his credit. Yeah, he's the right guy. He is the he's right guy. Super inclusive, which is rare to find in that type of thing too. And he's yeah. humble. Yeah. Yeah, right, he's yeah. not trying to be God's gift to mechanics, right? But he's a facilitator, yeah. Right, he makes that shit happen, and he gets everybody involved. And you want to help him when you meet him; he's a nice guy. You want to help him. So, we went to this thing Friday night, and I mean, I'm gonna grant it. There's no AC in that building. It's a warehouse. It's oh, yeah. Cleveland as Cleveland gets. You were moist instantly. And the second I went in there, <laughs> I was like sweat-proof. Parts of me were sweating. Yeah. Right. Things were stuck. The things that my face was leaking from all areas. Yeah. My ears were sweating on the inside. I didn't within, even know that within, was It was warm enough in the building that yeah. the guy from New Orleans actually found a fan to stand in front of. Yeah, yeah, it was really fucking I mean, it was. It's the kind of warm when you walk in. Right. Within three seconds, you get a bead of sweat that will run down your butt crack. Yeah, and like <laughs> Lounge Kitty, she's she's performing it like uh, the band's killing it. Right. Yeah, they like, were really good. They oh, were yeah. killing it. They were yeah. doing a great job. Sweating their balls off too. Oh yeah, right. And there were drink tickets, and it was cool, and it was IPA, which I don't, I don't like. John and I were just like, oh man, we fought our way to the bottom of those beers. And and y'all yeah. dropped mine in the middle of the parking we, lot. I, I dove on that son <laughs> bitch and saved it. Steve's got it on I got, video. I got there and I swore I thought y'all brewed a shotgun of my ciders. No. No, no, that was some yeah, bullshit. No, that was it. some bullshit beer beer. He was oh, yeah. keep, he was keeping it from like hosing all the motors. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. That thing hit the ground and it was angry. <laughs> That's what happens when you grab the best pe- paper bag out of the garbage that you can find. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> but so, okay, get back to the. We car. were having a good time. We were having a good time, and then as usual, about every thirty-seven seconds, somebody lights up. Right, somebody lights up a burnout. But this guy was not part of the. group. But this guy was not yeah. part of the group. He was a drive-by. He saw a thing happening. And Cleveland has got a lot of guys in Can-Am Spiders and a lot of guys in Slingshots that are just urban fellas. But, and they have got these things to the nines. But the interesting part about this yeah. is like, I, I'm not saying a specific kind of guy. This dude was boat shoes. This dude was a dentist. Oh, yeah. that, this dude was boat shoes. Yeah. He was boat shoes from Dennis the top McGee. to the bottom. Yeah, and, and like, yeah. he was trying to he play his gangster He was Yacht Club life, motherfucker. But he was trying to play a G. He was having a day. <laughs> he was on, you know what? That might have been a rental. <laughs> and he showed up with this thing that best I could say is it was Rainbow Bright meets three-wheeled motorcycle slash car adventure, right? Yeah. And this thing was all illuminated. But he, the crowd, every time you'd go out to your motorcycle, and I don't care what you were riding, if you're riding a 19, you know, 64 Rupp, do a wheelie, do a yeah. burnout. It's peer pressure. Yeah. That's all it is. You don't have to play that game. You can leave. And many people left. I did. But he <laughs> got the red mist. Oh, yep. Yeah. And he got the red mist. And he's like, okay. There was about one half of one standard car lane. Yep. Between the Harleys, the food trucks, and the other motorcycles. And the chain link fence and the, and the entrance and everything. And somehow thing. he did a 360 degree smoky burnout. Like multiple times, swinging it around. And I swear to God, he had a line locker for his front left brake and his front right brake. Right. So he could lock the front left brake or lock the, the front right brake. So it would pivot on that wheel. Yeah. Like a dog with a broken leg. But he did. I mean, he was one inch from taking out. Oh, that was that was twenty bikes. seconds from disaster all the way around. Yeah. The whole way. And if he wouldn't we have stopped all, on that third time around. Yeah. He would have owed a lot of money to but a again, lot of people. The difference between glory and yeah. glory and failure, yep. right, is that one inch. Yeah. Yep. And the dude got the glory but, pass. But 
Yeah. It was not skill. That was luck. And like there, like uh-uh. some people. Have I'm going to say it was skill. No. I'm going to say it was skill because he didn't hit anything, and he and lived to tell about, it and he got away clean. Okay. And he, he knew yeah. to shut it down before it got out of hand. And that he was did, the other thing. That was the thing. Know. He shut it down. He did not know it was the guy outside going fucking stop to the well, guy that, that's, that's when he stopped. That's fair. That's All also right. a good sign that's of it. Also good because <laughs> he listened. Because at that at that point, you know what? An asshole wouldn't have listened. Yeah. 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 This guy was like, okay, had my okay, fun. I'm leaving. Yeah. But you know what? He did. He did put on a hell of a show. Yeah. And he held it together and he didn't hit nobody. Yep. Which is super cool. Because normally when you perform in front of an audience, you screw it up. Yeah. Yeah. I fair game. Yeah. Can confirm. Yeah. Yeah. That's usually the way it works. There's like there's a point where four people are watching you and you pull it off. Yep. Yeah. When forty people are watching, you're gonna eat shit. Yep. Yeah, probably. Yeah, every single time. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. But I gotta say the event was fucking on the money. It was great. I did not make it to Hell Farm. So you went to Hell Farm. Who yeah, all went to raise your I, hand if you I went to Hell Farm? To you. Excellent. What'd you think about Hale Farm? It was cool. You know what I thought this year was kind of neat. Um, uh, I noticed a trend of like the super custom choppers actually being rideable. Not I all know. of them, but the, the majority. Yeah, some like, of them even had two handlebars. Yeah, like but like a, some of them had like more of a beach cruiser bar yep. coming back. Yeah. And a seat that looked like you could sit on it, uh, yeah. And a foot position, like you still had a couple of those fucking like like. What are you gonna do with that? You can't ride yeah, that. It's you know, unrideables, like yeah, um, hardly rideables. They had uh, I, the uh, if I had to pick a few bikes, I thought were really outstanding. Mm-hmm. One was the inertia starter. Yep. The dude took an old air raid siren yep. and it cranks up and then it kicks over and yeah. hits the thing and starts. That was pretty cool. Um, there was a white bike that was sleek as fuck. Like it, it had like a real interesting like triangular girder fork. Mm-hmm. It looked rideable. It was low and nice. But I'm looking at the engine and I'm like, I don't know what that is. And you look closer and you're like, huh? And I'm, and I'm like that. And I'm thinking that bottom end is custom made. That right. top is something. So this guy's walking around. And looks like he knows what he's talking about. So I'm right. like, hey, what's with this bike? Because yeah. oh, that's a helicopter cylinder. Yeah. Custom made crankcase. And, and then transmission, everything are all handmade. Wow. And the frame and everything. So, like, that was really neat. It's like That's a, a aircraft. In my helicopter, aircraft, I don't know either one right. it is, but it's definitely an aircraft yeah. cylinder. I don't know the CCs or anything, but the fucking head was, like, that big. It's cool. Yeah. Um, there was another Harley that had one of the cylinders removed with the block-off plate. I saw that. I want to hear it. Does it just go patat? No, it's not. No, it's basically, <laughs> it's a, a, it's basically a Buell Blast. <laughs> it's, I was going to say it's yeah. a Buell Blast. Yeah. <laughs> That's a Half Sportster, yeah. Buell Blast. Yeah. 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 And then there was the elephant in the room. Which was called Lucky, and uh, it was uh, just a big, big Harley with a sidecar. Yeah, with about seventy-two thousand carnival. It was nineteen seventy-four, because when I was a kid growing up, that was the style. Yeah, those particular bars with those lights and those lenses. that was the style, and when that style hit, the folks on the east side of Cleveland embraced that style. That's what launched J.C. Whitney as a, it does, as a business. Yes, it did. Oh, you're right. And you could line this yeah. shit up like fence rails, right? Yeah. And you could have 20 or 30 of these fucking fence rails on your bike. So the point where you could hide the whole bike just behind these lenses and lenses and lenses and racks and racks of lights. And as a kid growing up, like the one guy down the street from me was like, yeah, I got three rows. Yeah. And then the other guy comes out and he's like, I got six rows. This guy had that all guy had 49 rows. rows. Yep. And what right. was interesting... And I don't know if this is actually what he used, but the, so on the fender, it also had like Art Deco like like uh, levels of metal yep. that were gold and yep. stuff. 
And I swear, a few of the levels had trailer hitches on them. I think like, you're right. There's like three there's, well, balls there's, of like, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, I didn't see that bike. Every time I looked over there, the, sh- the sun would reflect off and blind <laughs> me. <you know>? Uh, <laughs> uh, Did you talk to the guy with the Cleveland Cycles? He's way back across the road. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah the He's Cleveland. telling me he hasn't even tried to turn that yeah. bike over. He had somebody offer him like $60,000. <gasps> yeah, because it's, really? it's a Cleveland. It's, it's, it's a Cleveland, yeah. Yeah, it's, it looks like an old Harley, yeah, but it's, it's a Cleveland. Cleveland. Yeah. yeah, really beautiful yeah. bike. I'm sure you can find It's Lucky something. If you do right. Fuel Cleveland Lucky, yeah. Lucky Clown, Lucky Chopper, Lucky, <laughs> lucky Sidecar, or some shit like that. I don't know. Yeah, it, 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 It's going to come up. Yeah. But that's oh, go to my, if you hit my video. Right. And just keep I don't know. Can we show it. that without YouTube yelling at us? Just turn the volume down. Okay, can do. Yeah, I mean, I uh, I will argue with them. Well, we own the fucking I was copyright. Say, we own this video, video right? Yeah, yeah. Well, we don't have to... video right now, anyway. Right, exactly. Yeah, but if you just scrolled yeah. through it or whatever, there it's in there. But yeah. you'll, I mean, whatever they, you, yeah. You and get this the idea. is a great. Sleepy did a fantastic. It's called Fuel Cleveland 2023 Motorcycle Show. No, and I didn't do fantastic because everything I did fantastic, my microphone didn't work. I disagree. I totally yeah. disagree All right. because. Even though there's no audio, aside from the fact that you loop that same song over again, mm-hmm. it's a good song, first time through. Yeah. Well, right. I mean, I, I, you got to do what you got to do. You got to pay for songs. Man. Right. I don't fucking pay for a song. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought you made songs. I do sometimes. I know. Yeah. I know. I'm spoiled now. <laughs> After your mid-Ohio song. Blown away. Blown away. Wait, no, that's that, I'm redoing that one now. Are it's you? Gonna be, oh, yeah. It's they getting need to pay you for that. I mean, no, Mid-Ohio needs yeah. to buy that. I agree. No, they're going to pay for the performance when me and Johnny play I, it live uh, next oh, year. Oh, man. <laughs> that, yes. For real, that <laughs> yeah. should happen. But I so, do think so that in there's... So camp, in Camp yeah. Cleveland next year, we right. are going to have a stage as well as the buffet. Right, right. We're going to have Sleepy's Bluegrass Jam. Some there people set it up to, like, man, we got to bring some guitars to start picking. I was yes. like, well, yes, we do. Yes, we do. <laughs> yeah, that's there's a you, thing. You have, have to that. twist his arm to make him yeah. know. There really. is a thing that we have, and we can make that happen. Yep. There's... I do not, for, this, for the life of me, I do not know how you managed to pull together that song for Mid-Ohio. It happened at night. When I was really interested, a lot of drugs. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Well, I, you uh, know, I had an idea on the way home, and it must have stuck with me. And I came yeah. home and was fucking around, and then that happened. I just think it's great how you performance enhancing. Yep, drugs. you conjured yes. that up. That is exactly what happened. Yeah, that's badass. The only the only thing I really like about the whole song is yeah. we'll ride a million miles on tiny pit bikes. on tiny pit that's bikes. That's my favorite fucking yeah, thing. Yeah, it's fantastic, yeah. dude. <laughs> it is one of those things where when I listened to it the first time through, I was like, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. And then I was like, wait, that's all you. Yeah. <laughs> but none of it sounds like you. Right. So what the hell kind of, how, how much do you hate yourself that you didn't give yourself one track? What? One audio track. Like not one of those audio tracks is your natural voice. No, because like I, it's not my usual style. Like I, I mean, I play bluegrass and stuff, but yes. that's more of like a, I don't know, like a uh, Johnny Cash fucking like talking through song. So it's amazing. It's a hot rod Lincoln. It's song. a hot. Yeah, it, it is a fine. But do you song. know why it yeah. worked? Because I had Mid Ohio dust in my throat from the week before. That's the only reason that that happened. <laughs> so- when I heard when I heard that that audio track, and we're gonna make sure to put it up in the show notes. Yeah. When I heard the audio track the first time when you played it here, I was like, okay. When I went home and played it for Merritt, and I went home and played it for Merritt, and Merritt was like. This is sleepy, and I'm like, all five of those guys are sleepy. There's my hat, right? There's my right. Fast ten chances, out. 
Yep. <laughs> I was like, when I told her, I was like, all five of the guys, the voices you're hearing are sleepy. Yeah. All the instruments are sleepy. Right. This is a David Grohl experience going right. on yeah, right now, right? Yeah. Right. I don't have a whole band, so I'm going to make one band out of me. Yeah, I'm sick of t- <laughs> Just nobody has time. So nobody has time to record anything. anything. So <laughs> it's fantastic. It's a fantastic cut anyway. And I know you're embarrassed because we're, we're shining some light on you. No, it's all right. But I just want to make it good, though. That was like, that happened. I don't even know how it happened, but I want to make it like a really good song now. So that's If funny. that happens when you're not awake and you're not aware, what <laughs> happens when you put your mind to it? Hey, God damn it. something pretty good. Right? It was yeah. pretty fucking great. Because that is a something that could be. And the, the video yeah. of the drone shots of Mid-Ohio for people that have lived there and chewed on that dirt. Wasn't that Dan? I mean, it's incredible. I mean, it's fucking incredible. They need to pay you for that. So look, there's you. There's you. You're saving the beer. Yeah. You're saving Tom's beer. That's yeah. It. Right. yeah, that all happened. That's real. Yeah. We didn't make that up. Oh yeah, and the the dude doing the the, the burnouts or the wheel or the is yeah. on there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah I forgot about that. So I I really do feel like for for of course for Mid Ohio, if you want to tune that up, that's fine. Yeah. If you want to add. Oh, I have Mackle to add fresh, John. right? You should. Well, it mentions the bourbon fairy, so how cool would it be to have the bourbon uh, fairy sing right? Yeah. Oh, we can all sit here. There we can. Ah, oh, there's the burnout. There it is. We can record tracks. Um, I have no problem at all. Yeah, see, right there is where yeah, he yeah. Yeah. just about ate it. Yeah, but he pulled it off. He, he, he won. I was shocked at how good the ty- the turning radius yeah. is on one of those fucking things because the Can Am is not so good. No, the uh, but what I will say about your recording of the song the Mid-Ohio, the Ode to Mid-Ohio, yeah. is if you want to record that, there's no reason why we can't each sing a lot. Well, you have to. We can sing a part. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. especially the chorus. We can all do it. Yeah, well, yeah. that's what I wanted to do. Actually, yeah. what I was going to do after I do the new version, Yeah, because we can sit here, and right. I can take your guys, and you can each sing a verse, and I can pile of all course. those verses yeah, together. Of course, lay them on it. Yeah, it'd yeah. be great. Oh, that was my yeah. intention. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I think that would be fun. Yeah, yeah, it'd be a fun thing, and it also, again, it's a tribute to what we love to do. Yeah. It is. And it's another thing, too, that, you know, I'm honestly shocked that I know it's a good weekend because you guys aren't sitting around with guitars out. I know it's because there's too much other shit to do. Yeah, right. People keep bringing bikes to John to fix yep. at all hours. Mm-hmm. He's got to diddle shit constantly. Yep. Oh, well, we have to talk about that. So now John has extended his resume. Yeah. So not only is he the Honda Whisperer, but now he's the Suzuki Schlater. What, what did he call you? The Suzuki what? Uh, I don't recall. Slaughterer, or <laughs> oh, the Suzuki uh, slanderer, Suzuki slanderer. You got a potato, potato now. Yeah, I got a uh, nineteen ninety and three uh, <laughs> intruder alert, intruder alert. <laughs> VS eight hundred. It's the eight hundred, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty happy with it, uh, right. considering what I paid for it. Oh yeah. It yeah. was a literal bro deal. Uh, my brother was given, it was given to him, Yep. and he giveth it to me. Right. So They only came in three colors, blue, red, and black, and I, you got the black one. I got the black one. You got the black one. Yep. And it's, I, I had seen it before, but I hadn't really looked at it, but now that I got it home, I'm like, man, it's really clean. Yeah. And there's the Cleveland company. This, right, uh, right, right yeah. There's yep. the single cylinder Cleveland. Yes, exactly. There's a, I think there's a four cylinder Cleveland too. There is. Yeah. Um, it might be the first bike that I'm not going to have to clean the carburetors on. Now, that's, that's the inertia seems, starter bike. Yeah, See that yeah, thing on the that's side? The cranky, cranky. Yep. Yep. The, uh, so I'm going to go ahead and pull up the, uh, I'm going to pull up the, the, the intruder, the anal intruder, mm-hmm. so that we can all kind of gaze at that. 
uh, lovingly. I like the front tire. It looks like, what's the Harley that has a big front tire like that? All of them? The 21 inch pizza cutter? Yeah. Yeah, all of them. Anything with the letter C after it? Okay. Well, that's what I like. I like, it's a good looking bike, I think. It's not bad. I'm very happy with it. I mean, I've been playing around with it, rode it around at the compound a little bit. Uh, The battery really sucks. And where is the battery, John? Well, it's underneath the swing arm pivot. Yeah, it is. There's a trap door there. It is under the genitals of the motorcycle. So, so literally everything on that motorcycle sucks to work on. It sucks to it, work on. That's why I don't think I will be rebuilding. It is the one car. of my least favorite motorcycles. Oh yeah, of all to I, work on. I I bought one for like yeah. six hundred bucks at eight o'clock at night in yeah. New Orleans, and then realized I had to rebuild both carburetors, which aren't the same carburetor. But, nope, and. Every single part of those carburetors is different, so and you can't they're interchange connected anything. by four cables yep. Yep. to each other yep. and to the throttle. Yep, and the battery goes into a part of the motorcycle where there isn't enough battery cable yep. to yeah. fit it. Yep. You are correct. <laughs> Custom cables have been fabricated. Oh yeah. <laughs> For this bike, there is no way that you can take the positive cable off the battery without mm, arcing it to the frame. You have to take it <laughs> off of the solenoid. It has. It's literally. Attach it to the battery, yes, run it through the bike, you, and then once you have the battery in, you can reattach you it. You can to the pull it back up. Well, I learned that. The, the, here's part of the problem oh, yeah. with this whole thing is nobody makes the proper battery nope, for that bike. Not the anymore. The original battery nope. had the terminals coming from the side. From the side. Yep. Yeah, side so not from the top, yeah. not from the front. Side posts. From the side. If you had the, uh, the proper battery, you could actually do it. But that battery doesn't. It's, it's literally like Suzuki looked at a Honda Shadow and went, "What if we made one that didn't that did suck?" Yeah. Damn, John, you can't even get a new bike. And Tom's oh no, just like, no, no, no! I, I I literally have owned this bike, so I know all of the pain yeah, of having the, to having doing to, the battery in that bike is oh, yeah. one of those rites of passage. And, oh yeah. The, the first time you do a battery in an eight hundred intruder, you're just like, "What the fuck, man?" And it's a YTX sixteen. Yep. So it's not a small battery no. at all. Super heavy. And I had to try to, then I was trying to swing it out this way yeah. Yeah. or this way. And then I found out, no, uh-uh. you have to slide it in this way very, <laughs> just perfectly. And it will go in. Cause I'm like, there's it's, no way in hell this no battery's going. Fits, man. It's literally like a game j- of I operation. I lift the bike up to get this. No, but if you do it just right, yep. you can get it in. And when we, the last, so there's a, a friend, there's a person we all know that has one of these. Uh, it's Hatfields. So Rich Hatfields from Hatfields Good Grub has one of these bikes, and he brought it into us, and he's like, hey, Phil, you know, I, need, you know, I haven't ridden my bike in five years. I've been busy. Can you resurrect it for me? And I was like, nope, Rich. It's, it's, dude, it's an, intruder 18, it's an Intruder 800. The battery's dead. The carbs are dirty. It's going to take me about nine hours, right? And he goes, I'll pay for it. I was like, no, that's my, that, that was my fuck you yep. go away price. Yep. And he goes, I'll pay for it. I'm like, you're not supposed to say yes. You're supposed to say, no, that's bad. I'll do it myself and then get disinterested and sell the bike. You're not supposed to tell me to do it. So because he's a friend, and I was like, ah, fuck it, I'll do it. it. I had to go in the back of the shop and I had to cut down two paint sticks, two paint stirrers, mm-hmm. the, the special width and the special length to make a lever system. Because I insisted that he have battery tender leads on the bike. Oh, no. You could do that. So the battery tender leads go right where the battery needs to be an interference fit with. So the 
positive battery tender lead is going to hit the frame almost instantly. Well, you just got to forget about hooking them to the battery. I had to hook it to the solenoid. Hook it yes, to the solenoid right. and then anywhere else on the frame. Yep. Or I made a... That's what I did. I made a stubby negative cable that come came out to where I could get exactly. to it. Exactly. Yep. And hook the original cable to that. <laughs> oh. It's I made the, a little... Um, yeah. It's the connector to a what connector the, to a connector. It's the... I think, it just had to be that way. I think <laughs> it's the Intruder 1600 that has it on the front of the motor... Right. And they do have a little stubby thing that hangs yeah. out the front. Yeah, it's so this particular motorcycle, and when you look at the V twin on this, the the cylinders are so close together. Yep, you're like, how does a carburetor fit in there? Well, good news, it doesn't. Mm. If you look at the other side of the motorcycle, you'll see where they've put God's worst airbox, hiding God's two worst carburetors, and as Tom said, they are co-joined with multiple cables. Yep. That are never adjusted correctly. One, but now a, you're enjoying this bike. Oh. <laughs> if you if you never have to rebuild those carburetors, consider yourself lucky. Yeah. Well, when I received the bike, yep. there was no fuel in the tank at all. Nice. And yep. the all right. the fuel line had been removed yep. from yep. the tap even. When I put it nice. to reserve, I received two droplets of not really too bad gas. Amazing. And I'm like, huh. Oh, because normally a bike like this, I wouldn't have even tried to start. Yeah. I would have just cleaned the carbs. Start with the carbs. But yeah. I looked at the carbs and yeah. I said, oh, fuck. Nope. I'm going to hope that this thing actually works. Could and, you get the, yeah. Did they have bowls on the bottom? Could you get the bowls off? Right? Well, that's a weird thing, man. If you could see these carbs, they're bowls, but they're like on their side. One, is, like they're, they're yeah. the one is a downdraft carburetor. One is a side one draft. At the top is a, yeah. is a downdraft yeah. carburetor yeah. that runs directly down into yeah. a 90-degree bend into the, into the intake. And the hides, other one is a side draft. Hides under the tank. Yep. yep. Yeah. The other one's under the seat. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's just, they, it's, they it's make. It's a real conflarption. Because <laughs> Honda at least realized that they could they could do a single, even the, even the single carb, if right. not the dual carbs. They, fine. they figured you just put them right in the middle of the V and you're good. And Suzuki said, let's not do that. No, we shouldn't do that. No. So they're both facing the back. They're both on the back of the cylinder. Yep. Right. So they're yep. a foot apart. Yeah, they're a foot apart. Oh, okay. yeah. Yep. And they're, they're, not, they're not in the same area code. Nope. Yeah. Well, and I don't really under, quite understand how the fuel gets up to the one that's up in the hump of the tank. So, um, okay, but it does. I it, don't see a fuel pump anywhere. It's been a while really? since I've done one of those, but there is a yeah. there. I think there's a vacuum. I think it's pump a vacuum that runs fuel up pump. to the top. Yeah. That wouldn't surprise yeah, me. Because vacuum again, looking, looking at it with the seat and the tank and everything, I, oh, I didn't see one. Oh yeah. no, no, no! Wait, I th- there is a vacuum fuel pump below the yeah. the back carburetor, and if I remember yeah. correctly, the fuel line goes from the the yeah. vacuum the pump. Yeah. To the bottom Just carburetor, like one of those little Mycuni carb, and then my, and then through pumpers. a bypass yep. on that carburetor up to the top carburetor because the the fuel line is like twenty seven meet twenty seven feet long. It did take a while for it to oh, fire yeah. up. <laughs> good news is, once it fired up, it idled, it runs, it never the throttle. never let it sit with gas in it. No, no, not really. In fact, I kind of just want to run the gas out and drain it and just leave it. Keep it like, hey, for research purposes. I have an original running that's right. never been taken it's apart. It's never been taken apart. Yep. So on tonight's what the fuck portion of the podcast. But the bike ran good, and it had good power and stuff. But no, like we were talking, yeah. it's, were probably, it's probably geared low. I mean, that's why it has good, like, because I was out on the property, and I blipped the throttle. And it, was, okay. it just ripped, ripped the back tire loose oh, pretty yeah. quick on it. And I blasted it up and down the road, but I noticed, like, I was in fifth gear at 55, and it was like, oh. Yeah. That's why it's got pep. It's geared low. Geared real low. Yeah. And at 70 miles an hour, that thing is singing. I believe Yeah. That. 
That's and it's a five speed, not a six speed. Five, yeah. which I actually right. like, it's but fine. I don't like the gearing. No, no, I don't like the gearing in that bike either. And it's a good bike to wheelie. It'll wheelie like a son of a bitch. I can see but, that. But it will not, like, when you get to 75 miles an hour on that bike on the freeway, the Volusia 800 had a much better gear package. Like, the, the final gearing was much better for still being a five-speed than that particular bike. I'll probably just try to up-gear it, you yeah. know, at some point. Yeah. Well, I think you'll probably try to sell it. Yeah, yeah. Get it running. Get it as nice as it can be. Shaft drive is not going to lend itself to it. (laughs) No, no. But you can put the shaft. You can put the final drive out of the fifteen hundred into it. So if you did want to up gear, that's a real thing. The final drive. I don't. But yeah, that is a real thing. So that's the fix. Interesting. So that's the fix among people that have those eight hundreds. Is you can take the final drive out of a fifteen hundred and put it into your eight hundred, and it's basically up gearing the entire operation. Interesting. Massive overdrive. Yep. But that's what people... I will not be doing I do. I do not recommend. Right. Don't own the bike long enough to do that. Nope. So tonight's what the fuck column is, no shit, this is real, I couldn't believe it, the Lampago. The Lampago or La Ampago or La Ampago. Lamp-ago. Lamp-ago, right? This does look exactly like one of the vehicles from the Grinch What Stole Christmas. You need to buy 27 of these so someday when you're 90 years old, you can be like, I have 27 Lampagos. Lampagos. Suddenly, or the Lampago. Suddenly, I want to do a Christmas parade where we all dress as the Grinch and drive these. <laughs> just, like, just like Shriners. It come has, on, man. It oh, has yeah. to be a red one, though. Has be, well, they, they come in a variety, of, a variety of flavors. Of yeah, Look at all the colors they come in, my friends. This is the most ridiculous goddamn thing. But what I think is funny is that not here in America yet, but our friends in Europe and our friends in Asia have gotten so fucking sick of electric scooters and electric vehicles and alternative transportation. They've gotten so fucking sick of it that they've taken to designing this crap. Right. To just be like, well, if you're going to take away all the sex appeal of my motor vehicle anyway, might as well just go for the win. Look at this fucking thing. Yeah. What a travesty this is. It has a nose and a mouth. Yes. This is from Turkey. And it turns out the word lampago means lightning. There ain't nothing lightning about that. There is not anything lightning about this thing. (laughs) This is... Oh, man. This should have been from the Turkish word for clown shoe. Dude, okay. (laughs) This is going to sound weird. But if you took a mini golf course right. and made it full scale, mm-hmm. this would be the thing that you'd drive around yes. it. If we had 18 holes of Jackie's Wacky Golf. Yes. But like full this scale. This would be the golf cart. Nope, yeah, nope, 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 nope. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say a string of words. Okay, go right ahead. This is a Cuban lemon cab with the top taken off. Yes, it is. It is a Cuban lemon cab. That is absolutely okay. right. It still and could be a golf cart for a wacky golf cart. It is a true. wacky golf cart. That is yeah. true. And it's also, if we ever had a, a year-long celebrating the Grinch who stole Christmas, yes. mm-hmm. or a Tim Burton nightmare before Elm Street, you know, a nightmare, nightmare before you Elm Street. You know what? Street. This nightmare is just kind of a nightmare. Anyway. I go watch that. I yeah. go yeah, watch that. that. Well, I was about to say, like, if you... If, yeah. like, What's listen, this? What's this? If, <laughs> we, if we have a listener that slice, makes slice, money slice. during the holidays being the Grinch, 
Yes. This will be a wise investment for you. Yes. I mean, not even kidding. Like, yes. You show up on this thing, you're instantly the guy you get hired. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Get that little fucking dog with can, the stick strapped to its yes. head fucking hanging out. Can we go on a National Lampago vacation? We should go on National <laughs> Lampago's Christmas vacation. <laughs> Fuck yeah, we should. Tower we all London, need Rusty. one for Mid-Ohio next year. That's, we all need. That's, well, it's not a side-by-side. Do you know why we know this would never survive at Mid-Ohio? Because it is ultimately too tip-overable. Well, no, you'd have to jack it up on like 37-inch wheels. Okay. And oh, yeah. yeah right. Put and it then on put mutters. The, put the yeah. freaking swing arms on yeah. it. Have Monster Energy drink. Put it sponsor on it. fucking mutters. It looks like it could be a nice bumper Reverse car. dark side it and put motorcycle tires. Uh, yes. yes. <laughs> motorcycle tires. No, do they have a place to put my flagpole so I can Yes, fly? they do. Right. Look at that thing. The whole back seat. I love that the back seat is higher than the front seat. Yeah. I love the whole back end. looks like just it came from Whoville, right? Like, this is driven by the Whoville mayor. Dude, right. I think the Whoville cars had that headlight. I like, think they I mean, did, like, too. They yeah. Literally the headlight yeah. from the Whoville car. So as much as I'm like, this is a shit show train wreck, but it is a good goddamn Whoville replica vehicle. Dude, if you pulled up in, yeah. <laughs> if you pulled up at a car show in one of your Japanese hearse yeah. and then wheeled one of these fuckers out of the back. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> You'd be a hero. Yeah, what you can say is, no matter what dumbass vehicle, like, this is from... This is from Fraggle Rock. Like this oh, is yeah. this. There's there's there are only certain universes where this can exist. But yeah, yeah. Is that the Whoville car? That's what came up on first thing on the search. Right. Yeah, so it's not it. fucking far off the Whoville car, right? I, I agree. All right. So that was and and that is in motorcycle news, which tells you how sad motorcycle news is right now. Yeah. That there is not a good story in the world of motorcycles when Ride Apart's best fucking story. Is it, this piece of shit. Or the frame that Bajaj built for Triumph. I was going to, yes, uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> no, because those CNC machines were totally not Indian. No. Eh. The Indian machines are not so tidy. Just because yeah. it's in a press release doesn't mean it's the actual thing That's that comes off That's also true. Of. We know that for real. Yeah. But yeah, if you look at this thing, it is just stupid. I wonder if it's going to handle like the Robin. Like when like right. Jeremy, Jeremy Clarkson right. took as a lap. As soon as Jeremy Clarkson gets it, they're just going to roll it. Yeah. Now, the good news is it's probably just vaporware and it'll never probably darken anybody's driveway, right? Because everything I've seen so far looks a whole lot like Photoshop, right? Yeah. Nothing I've seen yet is a picture of a person enjoying one, right? Well, that's the thing. All these companies think that it's a good idea, even if it is a real thing, right. to go into a soundstage and use that white soundstage. Right. And you're like, dude, you're doing yourself a disservice. Well, that's true. Because when I look at, when I look at a picture of this right here, yep. my bullshit detector goes into overdrive. Right. Because when I look at the shadowing and I look at everything else, I'm like, no, nope, that's Photoshop. And that's the thing. Is like, right. if, even if, they, if it is a fake put right. thing, stick it in a driveway with some, like, depth of field behind right. it and make it look real. Like, yeah. This is ridiculous. You because know, I just immediately look at this and go, well, it's clearly a Photoshop job. Yeah. You know, you know. Oh, that's so cute. Let's we, get one. We say three-wheelers and vaporware, and the first thing that comes to mind is Arkimoto. Yes. Yep. And they finally did sort of build. What? Yeah, no, they did. They, they no had the way. whole factory in Eugene and they built a couple and then I think they went out of business. Oh. But I think the, they're back in business again. I don't know. Is that the thing that Hoffert put money down? No. On? That was the Elio, Elio. right? Yeah. Elio, Elio, yeah. was, Elio was supposed to be in Louisiana. The Elio in the, Gonzalez. In the, old, uh, in the old Chevy Astrovan plant. Yeah. That was supposed to be in Louisiana. This the Archimodo. Is, this is the Archimodo. And I've seen a bunch of these in rental applications yeah. in strange places. Uh, 
I'll that pull it up for the, all right. I'll pull it up for the podcast that. listeners at home. I'm well, going to outdo Pete. I'm going to get one of those next year from Mid-Ohio and out Pete Pete. Out Pete Pete. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's the Duck Stadium. So, yeah. no, they, I actually, to be perfectly honest, I have thought of, when I thought I was moving to Oregon, I applied right. for a job there. They keep emailing me every six months. Oh, there is no doubt in my mind that they are looking for anybody who's willing to. One of our friends. With a pulse and a wrench. One of our friends, Chuck Shram. Chuck Shram has worked for Vectrix. He's worked for Kimco. He's worked for Zero. Yep. He's worked for Go. Like anybody that's an electric vehicle at all whatsoever, Chuck Shram has worked for all of them. Okay. And he's a super sweet guy. Like we love him. He's super cool. But just the same, like this guy is the Chuck Shram of the week. You're like, okay, well, who are you repping this week? <laughs> uh, Monday Motorcycles. Yeah. All right, great. Yeah. And that this is exactly like I'm surprised it doesn't have a picture of Sh- Chuck Shram riding well, this at, particular bike. Could you put snow tires on that right in the winter? It's Oregon. They probably have to, especially if you want to get up to uh, Bend. I mean, so, that would be kind of cool. Have I have like a, a little bit of a history riding three wheeled vehicles that are two in the front and one in the back. Yeah, in snow. Yeah. Oh, and, and that is that the front wheels do not make a path for the back wheel. Back wheel. So right. all three wheels are hitting virgin snow. And yep. get stuck. And it can be a little. Stressful. You'd have the to put, nicest way to put. You know it. what you could do yeah. is just put a shock absorbed front ski in the middle that kind of pushes the snow down. Is just scoot along. Fair enough. You know? Fair enough. I believe on the Archimoto <laughs> that the Archimoto is front wheel drive. Oh, that's even better. Yeah. So the Archimoto, I believe, is front wheel drive. But I have seen these out. Right. Oh, you, that definitely is. Do you see the drive shaft going to it yeah. in the middle there? Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah right. The Archimoto is front wheel drive. Uh, a bike. A bike. Uh, a bike showed up at the shop today. Oh. Uh, Look at the seatbelts. It's crisscross applesauce off your. Uh, it is, yeah. That'd be awesome for ladies' boobs. It would be. You would just separate it li- them all. It lifts, it separates. <laughs> yep. It lifts, it separates, it lifts, it separates. So um, today, a guy showed up at my shop with one of these. And. Uh, An Archimoto? Hold on. Wait oh. for it. Wait for it. We're working on something here. I'm trying to get these. I got uh, excited. I was very excited. It's okay. I was he hoping. thought he was going to see an Arkimoto. I know, leopard right? Print one. All right. That leopard print one's got my uh-huh. cockles giggling. All right. So a guy showed up at our shop on one Ooh, of these. A van- that's a $70,000 thing. Or this is a Vanderpump. I mean, a Vanderhall. Those are pretty I cool. I saw one on the way to work. You did, because there is a Vanderhall dealer in Cleveland now that is the old AT&T building on Chatham that I was trying to buy. Mm. And there's a guy in there right now doing various different... Uh, automotive applications of buying and selling out of this place. And he is the dealer for Vanderhall. Hmm. And uh, to, to uh, he showed up on one of them. And uh, this is a three-wheeler with a small car, four-cylinder engine in the front. And uh, I believe they still might be all automatic transmissions. But they uh, these are... Adorable little three wheelers. So is that four wheel steer, three wheel steer? It is not. It is not. And in fact, the back wheel doesn't do much. The back wheel is literally just following you. It's just hanging out behind you. I heard they're pretty. Like they're built pretty well, though. I have driven one of these twice. I drove it at the uh, at the Vegas uh, Aim Expo, and I drove it at the Columbus Aim Expo. And it is an interesting, fun little car. It is a, it is a fun little diversion thing. Um, it might be the golf shoes version of a Can-Am Spider and a uh, uh, well, slingshot. I think you look a bit less douchey than I get. Like, you know what I mean? There's no angles to this thing. That it's, looks like it's, it's basically a copy of the Morgan Three. 
Yes, it is. It absolutely is a Morgan. Yeah. yeah, it is a it is a modern iteration of the Morgan. And the funny thing about this is, um, details like finding stuff like, you know, finding things like uh, MSRPs and stuff like that. It's a little tough. You know, they they they're not putting that shit out on there. Because uh, it's expensive as fuck. Yeah, that could be it. <laughs> No, I remember. I, I, I think they're between twenty five and fifty thousand. Yeah, exactly. Right? I think they were like. 30, yeah. I think I saw them yeah. start at thirty five. Yeah, so they're between twenty five and fifty thousand dollars. And uh, there's uh, like a Venice GTS they've got at Lotus of Naples for one hundred and five thousand dollars for a car that's missing twenty five percent of the car. Right. Right. So I mean, that's tough. Uh, I, it's not the kind of thing I'd be all in, fired up about. But one showed up at the shop today. Renee had never seen one in person. And I was like, oh, cool, Vanderhall. And I was like, oh, did you buy that or are you the dealer? And he's like, oh. I said, I said you didn't. No, I actually said, I said, you didn't buy that. You're the dealer, right? And he was like, yeah, why'd you say it that way? And I'm like, well, I've never seen anybody that I've, actually bought one. I've so never if met I an see owner. one driving around, I know it must be a new dealer in Cleveland. And he I mean, was like, yeah, because I've he seen a number of Morgan threes yes, that yes. have been owned by humans. Yes, I have. And they look really, really cool. And they do look kind of cool. And they're about yeah. half the price of this thing, apparently. Yes. And they're still expensive. They're still expensive. But but this was a funny thing when the guy showed up. And I was like, I didn't want to take the piss out of him because you know, he seems like a nice oh, guy. Yeah. But the uh, the funny thing was, he was like, well, I'm the dealer for him. And I was like, okay, well, he was in my shop looking for like, a particular oil seal and a particular solenoid and a particular, you know, parts. Yeah. Right. And he's like, yeah, he goes, well, can I look for you? Can I look through your box of seals? Already? I was like, this ain't a zoo motherfucker. Yeah. I don't have a box of seals. Like we don't <laughs> keep a box of seals. And he's like, well, do you have a box of solenoids? Yes, but I'm not going to let you go where they are. <laughs> and I was like, I have a box of seals too. If you're going to come at me and just want to browse through a box of seals, this ain't 1953. It's, you know, this ain't the self-serve Forest City Auto Parts. Right. You know, pro tip, if you're looking for a particular seal and you know what seal you're looking for, yeah. just read the numbers and yes. go find the bearing place down the street. Yes, absolutely. They're going to have it or they can order it. But this guy was like, let me look through your box of seals. And I was like, you need to tell me three numbers. <laughs> You tell me three numbers, and I'll go back and tell you if I have that seal. And if you tell me what kind of solenoid you need, I'll go back and grab a solenoid for you. I have a hot tip for you. The same starter solenoid that's used in every goddamn motorcycle that I've met recently comes all the way back from a 1975 Honda Goldwing. <laughs> right? It has a little 30-amp fuse hook to it. Yep. It's got a hot terminal yep. and a cold terminal and a little baby relay and a really big-ass fucking solenoid. Mm. And it's the same thing, and I'm convinced that I could put that in 90% of the vehicles I've ever owned, and it would work. And, and the Royal Enfield Bullet uses yeah. the old Ford one. Yeah, so exactly. So therefore, right. you can either have one or the other. One or the other. <laughs> and I know that what he needed... For this starter yeah. relay, I know that if I would have given him the one that we put in every Kimco yep. and every Vespa and everything we work on, it's the same thing. I think everybody has agreed to use it. KNS, KNL, forty bucks. I think it would have solved his problems. And he was like, "I just want to look through your box of starter solenoids." <laughs> I guess you're moving on your way, buddy. And yep. I was like, "I don't have one of those." Yeah. 
I do not have a box that says, box of starter solenoids people can look through. I have some requirements. Let me ask you quickly. Is your name Tom? No. <laughs> is your name Phil? No. All right, then I, you can't go back. You can't go back. All right, is, <laughs> all right Phil... Tom, Renee, or Merritt. Or Merritt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, there, it's, it's a sign on the door. It says the four names right. only. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're, we, uh, this week, I started getting a little upset with people sneaking under our roll-up door. I used to uh, fucking fight those people when I was there. Well, I your sign is that. still there. Okay. Your, your stop, well, this means you sign is still yeah. there, but it's still just as effective. Yeah, right. So I've been thinking ooh, about... Ooh, can I get an automated paintball gun? I was thinking concertina wire. Uh, yeah. No, 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 no. Just paintball even gun. Even I paintball. don't do that. What's that? Oh. <laughs> so even I, I know do you that. don't do that. Dude, You're courteous. Everybody... Oh, I got it. I yeah. got it. Everybody grabs it and pulls it up to put their head over. Mm. Just get the fucking cow fencing. I can get it from Harvard. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, uh, Just run, run, some, run a couple of volts through it. A little couple of volts. When right. they grab it... <laughs> like, okay, yeah, maybe yeah. not. Yeah. And if we work there, we know not to grab it. Right. We would know to grab it by the end and move Super it back. Super some yeah. razor blades to it. Eh, I like I like yeah. Steve's idea of lightly electrically. Yeah, you're not, you know, right. it's just like, hey, you, like, and you you can even put on the sign. Right. Do not go here right. electric, electric right. fence. Do not pass yeah. through here electrified. That's yeah. it. And, and then so, when they touch it and they go underneath it and they get the zap. They can't say shit. Like, Come you on, dude. It literally yeah. said, yeah. Yeah. don't now, go I'm, through here. I'm buying fence. a portal sentry turn. It's, gonna be, it's going right at the front. It's going to be the automated sentry turn from Portal. It's going to sit there. And it's going to look at you. And if you cross Dude, that line. Even, even if it didn't shoot anything, if there was some kind of a barrel yeah. moving around yeah. and looking at me, yeah. I think I'd change my mind about going in that direction. Paintballs do come in CS. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we can make, we can buy CS paintballs. And all it will do is just send a message. Yeah. They'll get a little welt and they'll cry. And you know what? Good. You should have a welt and you should, you should cry because it says employees only pass this point. Your sign is a stop sign that says stop. Do not enter. This means you. Right. And yet still motherfuckers I've, are low crawling under that shit to get in my shop. I, I have seen the UPS guy and FedEx guy dancing out there a couple times. This is a little bit of a gray area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah, put them on yeah. the no kill list. Yeah, put them on the no kill list. We'll give them a chip to wear. <laughs> but you know what? Also, also, I bet you the UPS guy and stuff would be like, "Oh, that's electric. I won't go there." I will. Yeah, I can tell you what I know our UPS well guy pretty well at this point. After eight years, he'd get a kick out of it. Yeah, he was actually he would cool. get a kick out of it yeah. the first time he touched it and went, "Yeah." He'd be like, what the fuck? And be like, there's the sign. It says electric fence. Do not touch, right? Yeah, do not come in here. This fence is electrified. And he'd be like, wow, you're taking this fucking door lock thing pretty seriously. You know what? I I got that cricket at home and I got some new vinyl. Yeah. I'm going to make you a yellow and black, like caught with yeah. the things and everything that says right. all that. Yeah. And then I'm going to see how much this, like a, a little piece of this is. Cause I go, I, I have to go to a uh, trailer, yeah, yeah, whatever right, supply right. That, that you got to do that. That's fucking great, man. Bro. The funny thing was my first customer of the day today. Well, I, I rescind that statement. My first person of the day today was a guy that showed up. He did not have an appointment. He was a half an hour before we opened. And he said, well, I just, I just want to look around. And I said, well, that's cool. And we just want to have an environment we can work in. So what time would you like your appointment to be? Yeah. I will give you an appointment at 1130. My first appointment's at 11. I have a slot open at 1130. I will give you my 1130 appointment. Well, I'm going to come and look around right now. Well, no, we're by, we're by appointment only. Yeah. Well, can I just go in and walk around? Nope. <laughs> that's kind of how it works he was super pissed off you're gonna lose my money he was super pissed off and i was like i said well no i said you gotta make an appointment he goes i'm not even from here okay and i was like what what was it what what was that supposed to convince me of right he's like i didn't know 
I was like, well, we, of course you didn't know. I don't care if you didn't know. It's on my website. It's literally on the front door that you're looking three at. Three different places. In big print that Steve made. Yeah. And more importantly, we don't open till 11. Right. So even on your best day, you're half an hour early. Right. For Walmart, you're half an hour early. Mm-hmm. And they, Well, I just can't even come and look around real quick. Nope. Well, but you're here. I'm like, yeah, but I'm not here to watch you. I'm moving bikes out. To your point, when we got to Sparks uh, Summit, yeah, we had work to do. Yeah. It was a, it was their 25th anniversary, so the store opens at 10. We were there at 8:30, and yeah. there were already old men lined up. Oh at yeah, 8:30. oh so yeah. We had called ahead, and so our badges worked. Yep. So when we went to the door, they didn't see us use our badges, yeah. but they saw us. The door go opened. In. And then they were <gasps> banging on the door, oh, like losing man. their mind. And then the, the security guard had to come out and be like, he's like, they got in. You can't tell me I can, can't come in if they and got they in. They work here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They, they work here, dude. Yeah. Oh, I've got to wait till yeah. 10 o'clock when they open. Yeah. yeah. To get their T-shirt. Ah! That's, that's what they were doing. Those, <laughs> oh, were they waiting for their free T-shirt? The, no, because here's what happens. No, no, no. They were going to buy it because, like, you know how the Harley guys were? Oh, they collect T-shirts from, like, all exotic. The yeah. All the different right. automobiles. So they all right. had to go get their Sparks Nevada. So they're Summit. literally buying Sparks Nevada Summit T-shirts now? Yeah, because, like, it's like the Harley guys. You know they're how they collecting the T-shirts. Yeah. Because right. then your buddy's like, oh, you were at the Nevada? Oh, oh yeah. I went to the Harley. Super hot rod guy. I went to Pearl Harbor. Right. Right. And so I was like, you know, I, I go to motorcycle shops anywhere I go. Sure. So I was on Oahu and I was like, I want to see what the motorcycle shops look like here in Oahu. And so from the moment I got in the airport, I kept seeing signs for Pearl Harbor, Holly, Harley Davidson. And I was like, that's a little tacky. Yeah, that's a little weird. But maybe because Pearl Harbor is a military base, maybe they have a Harley Davidson dealership on the base. Oh. I've seen that. Okay, maybe. So I go to the actual Oahu Honolulu Harley Davidson dealership, which is a pretty, you know, pretty nice complex. And I'm in there chatting with people that work there. And I'm like, so what's the deal with the Pearl Harbor? Because we're going to Pearl Harbor tomorrow. Do they have a Harley? He goes, no. Oh, it's just a t-shirt? They have a t-shirt boutique. Ah. So that at the Pearl Harbor Memorial Gift Shop, yeah. there's licensed Harley Davidson apparel that says Pearl Harbor Harley Davidson with a with a WLA World War II Navy bike or Army bike on it, depending on which you get blue or green. Yeah, it says Pearl Harbor. I said, so there is no Harley Davidson dealership on Pearl. No. Hmm. So this is just a play on Pearl Harbor cross-promoting itself with Harley-Davidson. Yes, it is. And I'm like, this is a war memorial where thousands of people died. Yeah. We don't think that's tasteless? And the guy was like, ah. And I was like, okay, so when I open 911 Twin Towers Harley-Davidson. Right. In Manhattan. What's the difference? Y'all going to be cool with that. Yeah. So when I have, you know, two inflatable World oh. Trade Centers out in front of my place... <laughs> And I'm advertising how we're taking a box cutter to savings, right? You're going to be cool with that. And every night before you shut them off, you have a little yeah, fake plane we, have a, we, we fly a plane into them on the hour, every hour for America. <laughs> oh, dude, that's terrible. But that's okay? Uh, no, no. But you're going to have Pearl Harbor Harley Davidson. <laughs> if, if I go, is there Hiroshima Harley Davidson? Right. Is there Kawasaki of Nagasaki? Hey, speaking of those uh, cities, yeah, Oppenheimer's not going over too well over there. No, <laughs> really? Oh no, no. It, 
the Barbenheimer thing because because uh, what is it Warner yeah, yeah. is it Warner that distributed who I don't remember I think it was Warner that distributes distributes it, it. doesn't they, matter they yeah, put yeah, that yeah. on their right. she website because yeah. it's not Twitter anymore it's right, whatever right. the hell that fucktard wants to name it this week X X X well the what you realize is X in multiple languages comes it's off as she she so it's exactly. shit. It's right. shitter. It's the shitter. But that's the second company he's named X. He tried X 20 years. Well, yeah, he doesn't even own the copyright to the damn thing. <laughs> yeah. um, Anyways. But the best part is they Warner Brothers, I guess, America yeah. did the whole, oh, hey, the Barbenheimer, th- the Barbenheimer thing. Right. So hilarious. And Warner Brothers Japan went, are you fucking stupid? Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. This is, what are you this doing? is the heard, instant execution oh, yeah. of two cities this, of our this, people. This might be a rumor, but I heard they changed the ending for the Japanese release. <laughs> Just hit my head. Huh? <laughs> That's what you get. <laughs> what the fuck, Steve? <laughs> what do they not bomb the cities this time? Right. <laughs> the fuck. The, the bomb. Well, they, they turned around and went home. <laughs> hey. And we're all friends. Well, so, well, no, no. They did that for the Chinese one. Wait a minute. No, I'm thinking of oh. Fight Club, where he actually got sold out. Oh, my he God, sold man. <laughs> Literally the, Oppen, the, the, you know Oppen, what, the Oppenheimer Tokyo edit. You know what the you know what the best thing I've heard though though is Oppenheimer is a prequel to Godzilla. But it is. Oh, it See? is. Oh, yeah. See? And now we do Godzilla again. That is a prequel to yeah. Godzilla. It is Godzilla. 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 They're playing Godzilla. tomorrow night. Are they really? Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. Godzilla's playing. Godzilla. Yeah, Godzilla. They're playing in town tomorrow night. All right, guys. Anybody else got anything else? No. Fuck it. That was a podcast. And, anything yeah. more offensive? No, yeah, I, think, I think we pegged the needle I mean, for a while. I was going to mention the French Quarter Harley Davidson, which is just a t-shirt it's a shop. T-shirt shop. Same with Las Vegas, like the with Las Vegas, um, the airport. downtown Las Vegas, yeah. Vegas, and the airport. But are both you, just t-shirt shops. you, yeah. you brought up a really good point yeah. because now I want to open up a 911 Harley Davidson boot. It has to be a kiosk. But I want to know. So, like on Monday of next week, when all these guys get back from Hot August Nights yeah. with all their t-shirts, yeah. do they go to like Dunkin' Donuts and wear their new shirts? Yes, they do. And sit across the street yes, and the guys are all like, oh, yeah. you went to Hot August Nights. You went to Hot August Nights. Oh. In Connecticut. Yeah. Because yeah. the, the deal with the Harley shirts is always like having one that's super far away. Right, oh, yeah. Right. It yeah. was like when we were kids, they had the Hard Rock London, and yeah. then they had like the Hard Rock, and they were selling, they were selling goofy Hard Rock shirts. That the Planet exist. Hollywood. Planet Hollywood, oh, same, same, right? Yeah. That's exactly it. All right, fuck that. Uh, uh, John, would you like to play us out here, buddy? Ride fast and take chances. Bum, 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 bum,